The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, they're, they're spoilers and, and foul language. Yeah. Welcome to $20 Ticket, where we tell you how much we would pay to see the holiday. I am Holly, and I am joined today by... Melissa. Melissa, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Dos Equis lager, lime and salt, tall can. Tall can. Yeah, can. I gotta put that in. Keeping it classy. <laughs> Not even noon, but she got that tall can. Like, what you can't see is that it's in a paper bag. Right. <laughs> what's, in the, what's the bandana, though? That's, I'm just kidding. I like <laughs> All right. I'm also joined today by Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Holly? I'm doing well. What are you drinking? I'm having a tangerine white claw. Ooh, ooh, we agreed that was a good flavor. Love that. Yeah. All right. I'm also joined by His Excellence. His Royal Highness. Kyle Kelly. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm, I'm also well. Good. Doing great. What are you drinking? I am drinking a lovely mimosa that you prepared for me. Perfectly curated. Thank you. Thank you. We decided it was the morning remedy. And finally, making his debut on the B team, Ooh-hoo. the gorgeous, the talented TJ Kemper. Hi, Hals. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? It's been so long since I've been on a podcast with you. I know. It's, like, they keep years. us apart. They keep us apart. <laughs> I will <laughs> say, that for the best. this is the crossover event I'm, that everyone's been waiting for. I, if we, Th- This is the biggest crossover since Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. So we have to ask, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a Truly. Two of them, actually. Yeah. Well, I have a backup. Yeah. Just in case. Truly lime. I, I knew you were going to call out the lime. You got to get through the lime before you can get through the other flavors, you know? Just like in life, you really have to take I, down. You got to go through the weeds. <laughs> yeah. You got to put up with the rain before the, before the rainbow, okay? Or, you know, whatever the saying is. <laughs> you got to eat your vegetables before you get to the yeah. potatoes, okay? <laughs> the mean potatoes. Okay, so this is our holiday episode, and we are talking about the holiday, which was released December 8th, 2006, starring Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Jack Black, with Eli Wallach, Shannon Samison, Edward Burns, and Rufus Sewell. It was written, directed, and produced by Nancy Myers, which I kept hearing Nancy Myers. I don't know if you guys did any research, but I was like, I've heard that name before. I don't uh, remember what she's Kyle done. I have, lots to, I have lots to say about Ooh, Nancy nice. Myers. He's got receipts, honey, but her prior <laughs> films include Private Benjamin, Father of the Bride Parts 1 and 2, What Women Want, It's Complicated, so romantic comedies are kind of her thing. Um, it was distributed by Columbia Pictures in North America and Universal Pictures Overseas, so let's go ahead and get into our experiences. Melissa, what is your experience with the holiday? Um, I love this movie. I really, really Same. enjoyed it. <laughs> Same. Um, I remember seeing it when it came out in the movie theater. Oh my gosh. <gasps> yeah, okay. yeah. So I was 18 and saw this. And Girl, don't do that math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Edit that part out. No. <laughs> Yo, Kerwin, cut that part out, please. She's like, I was six. <laughs> I was I was an embryo yeah. when I watched this. There's a twinkle in my dad's eye. <laughs> um, no, but I was really entertained by this movie um, when I first saw it. Did you see it on a date, it. or did you see it, like, with friends? No, I think I saw it with my mom. Love that for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I saw this, and when I first saw it, I actually didn't really care for it but then oh. I liked it as I saw it as an adult, like older. I feel like we're having the same experience yeah. with this movie. Yeah. Because I saw it in the theater too. Mm-hmm. And I obviously wants to get back to me with experience, but no, I, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but after watching it quite a few times, uh, I, I actually grew to like it a lot. 
So I think it's really cute. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like super relatable now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking across the table at Elizabeth. <laughs> dying to hear Can't wait experience. to hear your hot so I, No, I have to tell you guys, because Elizabeth, every single, like, I remember I texted you last year, and I was like, let my seasonal depression begin. I'm watching this movie, and I sent it to, like, two people, and Elizabeth was one of them. She goes, I don't know what this means. <laughs> She's like, what is this? And, and I was just like, the holiday. And she was like, never seen it. And Can't it, relate. And, like, I was like, oh. Cool. Holly's trying to tell someone that she's like, depressed. <laughs> and all she says is, like, never seen it. I don't relate. I can't relate. Yeah. Well, well, let the seasonal depression continue. Yeah. It's like, what do you need help ask for it? But I'm, I'm, I'm asking. <laughs> no, but she had never seen it. And I was like, how have you never seen this movie? Like, And I was almost offended by it. But she's like, I just haven't seen it. Like, I'm not. Well, I guess we should ask Elizabeth. So when we were trying to choose a holiday movie this year, I was like, can we do the holiday? Just to make her watch it and get her opinion on it. So tell us about your experience. After watching it now, Elizabeth is seasonally depressed as well. She's like, I'm depressed as well. (laughs) Every time you said this to me, it's a warning sign. It's a reason for the seasonal depression. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I watched this this week for the first time. I had not seen it before that as Holly mentioned. Um, Jason and I usually watch the movies that we have to watch for the podcast together. So like I'm forced to sit through Die Hard and he's forced to sit through this. But I think Jason actually ended up enjoying this movie more than I did. (laughs) Love that. Um, I found myself on my phone a lot, like half paying attention because I'm like, this is just not like, this is awful. Like it's, it was very long, (laughs) felt very long. Um, See, I want to give her a pass because we didn't appreciate it the first time we yeah, saw it. Yeah, I know it's so true. So I think just like give it a couple years. Right. Okay. No, when you're I'm, 50, you're definitely when you're 50, you're gonna, you're Elizabeth come is like, I don't think I will. Thank you. <laughs> Something tells me that that's not going to be the case for me. Don't think that's going to happen, but but maybe. I mean, you never know. Um, I actually, we were watching it and it was like 10 or 10:30 on like a weeknight. So I'm like, I need to go to sleep. I can't sit through another, check how long is left. Like, that's when you know it's bad, when you, like, check how long is left in the movie, and you're like, nope, not going to happen. So we ended up, like, pausing it, and then this morning, as I'm getting ready for this podcast, I'm like, shit, I never finished that last 30 minutes. So I had to turn on the last 30 minutes to, like, squeeze that in there. So, um, yeah, I think that tells you everything you need to know about my experience. I'm excited for your trash and trash. Oh, my God. Always. (laughs) All right, Kyle, what's your experience with the holiday? So the movie came out 2006, um, but my first time watching it was, okay, so my parents go to the Philippines pretty often. Okay. And anytime they go to the Philippines, especially when I was a kid, they would always bring back like bootleg DVDs. Love that. And this happened to be one of them. (laughs) Your dad said, do not, yes. (laughs) Mind you. In the car. I was a 15-year-old teenage boy. We get it. You're younger. (laughs) So... That was the first time that I watched it, and I remember thinking, oh, this is just going to be a throwaway. Like, I don't really think too much of it. Mm -hmm. But we did end up watching it as a family together, and it ended up being fully enjoyed by everybody. Yeah. So I do think that I have fond memories attached to this, but I do think that as I've gotten older, it's kind of been one of those, like, comfort movies. Mm -hmm. One of those movies that you put on, and even just before we had watched or decided that we were going to record this, I think I'd watched it literally the weekend before. Yeah. And then just last week, me and TJ watched it, and then we watched it again last night. So it's kind of like, it's just one of those movies. It's, you know, it's going to be good. It's something to have on in the background and, you know, fully enjoyed it. I love it. TJ, what's your experience with the holiday? So I don't actually remember if I 
saw this movie in full at any given point until this last weekend. Was that one of those movies that like you joined in halfway through and you finish it? I think so. And, and probably like just had it on in the background. Like, you know, you're watching TV, you're watching a Christmas movie. This is the next one that comes on. You just don't change the channel. I don't know. Obviously this movie is very famous around this time of year and people talk about it all the time. I just don't remember when the first time I saw it was the first time that I actually like sat down to watch it was last weekend with Kyle. Uh, I watched it again on Wednesday, and then we watched it again last night. <laughs> wow. So I, I watched it a few times. I mean, we're definitely making the most of our Hulu subscription. So. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that that was that was my experience. Love that. So I actually saw this as well in the theater. I saw it on a date. I did. What I was his name? Go on or her name? What I don't was know his. Or, what was their name? <laughs> they will remain anonymous. <laughs> I mean, you know this podcast. Can you mouth it to me? It's, <laughs> this podcast is notorious for uh, exposing Mo our exes. Mo. So, oh, God. Um, no, Eric is not on this episode, but she would know who it is. Um, but no, I went to I went to it on a date, and I remember I think we were trying to see another movie, and it was full. It was like back when people like really went on the weekends. Again, this is two thousand six, um, and so I saw it in the theaters, and I had a very similar experience to you, where it was like I saw it, and I was like, eh, it's a, you know romantic comedy. It's 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 good, and it's surprising in certain ways, which I'll get into it with my trash or treasure. But I didn't really grow to like it, and then there was one Christmas <laughs> where I was like just gotten out of a relationship and I was like in a really odd place if you will and I watched this movie and there's this monologue that Kate Winslet does and I just remember just like girl (laughs) (laughs) inconsolably crying it touched you (laughs) and so it was just like it's one of those movies that like I was just like holy shit am I resonating with a Nancy Myers rom-com right now like I mean if there was any of us that would be the main character of a Nancy Myers rom-com it'd be you I mean I I am likely to move to a hotel move to a town and buy a hotel (laughs) you know so or like run into some weird inheritance but no it just it was one of those movies that just like it hits you at the right time and it hits you in the right place and I've loved it and I watch it all the time and I watch it outside of Christmas because granted it's not good for like mental stimulation but it's just good for entertainment it's yeah. a good like background noise movie love that love that okay perfect so before we get into the behind the scenes which I have a lot of oh my god Kyle hit me with those financials the holiday so the initial budget for the movie was 85 million dollars which I mean it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. There are like four people in this movie. Right. There are four people in the movie, but I think they literally spent the budget on the locations that they filmed at. Yeah. <laughs> um, so $85 million for the budget, but the box office, it earned a total of $205.1 million. So I guess you can consider that a success. I mean, it for basically a doubled. a comedy, yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, so the film opened at number three in the United States, raking in two. $12 million in the weekend of December 8th, 2006. Altogether, the holiday made $63 million in the North American domestic box office and $142 million at the international box office. The film grossed a total of $205 million worldwide against a produ- production budget of $85 million and estimated advertising spend of $34 million. The holiday became the 12th highest grossing film of the 2000s to be helmed by a female director. Oh. Which I think definitely kind of... It's pretty cool that, you know, a female director was able to earn this much, especially... Does that mean that 
like of all the female director movies, this was 12th highest? Yes. Or of all movies, it was no, the 12th? No, female By female director, director. Okay. right. Yeah. That's a little... Okay. I think since then, it's probably been <laughs> been overshadowed by quite a few. <laughs> well, because they break it down TG's, so TG's granularly. Face. It's just like a female all, director okay, is so. born in April. It's number 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's a Scorpio and it's not she that a rising moon of this. And <laughs> yeah, that's... That, that, yeah. We, no, because okay. TJ originally heard like 12th highest grossing movie. Yeah, and he's like, of the 2000s. So I was like, yeah. of the 2000s? Oh my God. Yeah, I but mean, then it's like a female directed movie. like there was 12. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> total in the history of movies ever made there's only been 12 <laughs> but yeah so I, I guess you can consider a box office success uh, but I would say this movie really got its footing just kind of from the almost like the cult following after it and like especially the streaming services and all this stuff because honestly you could probably find this movie on like eight different streaming yeah. services right. so see but that's the thing though and I feel like this year it's a little bit different I don't know if anybody has noticed this but last year when we did Home Alone Nowhere to be found Impossible. on streaming services. We had to buy like, it. We had to buy it. We had to rent it. And then this year, it's just like all these holiday movies are now on demand. And I was like, finally, I've been seen. It. No, but it's like it's like normally the good holiday movies, the ones that you love, they take off in November, and so that way you have to buy them and you have to pay for them. And I understand it's a business. I understand what they're doing, but this year was like the first year was on Hulu where we could stream it, but. A couple years ago, I tried to stream it during Christmas, and so I bought it on Amazon. So now to see it on Hulu, I'm like almost just as salty. So you're so, an owner. Yes, I'm an owner. <laughs> I've bought in. Um, Elizabeth, tell me what the people thought. Okay, so for Rotten Tomatoes, um, the critics, 49% liked this movie. Ah. Uh. <laughs> gay gasp. It's the gay gasp. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to bring you all down a notch. Um, with 158 Tasteless. reviews. <laughs> with an average rating of 5.7 out of 10. Of those, 78 fresh and 80 rotten. The audience, 80% of the audience gave it a 3.5 or higher with 250,000 plus rating. Okay. That seems okay. more like mm-hmm. it. With the average rating being 4 out of 5. Nice. So for IMDb, um, 6.9 out of 10. With, with over 268,000 reviews. Damn. Yeah, that's a lot, right? Yeah. People had some opinions. <laughs> they did. They were ready. I just, pol- I don't polarizing. know if you guys, I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but I've never cared enough about a movie to go on IMDb and rate it. I don't care enough no, about no, anything never. to you write a review. You don't care enough to do all this research. <laughs> and do a podcast. And <laughs> talk about it for two hours. <laughs> That is no, I know. No, I know. I get reason, it. I get it. There's a reason you're a guest. Okay. <laughs> Just a quick feature. So, the reason why they kept us apart, TJ. <laughs> Holly was curious about the demographics. Yes. For, um, these because ratings. I always joke with you and with Jason, depending on which which episode I'm doing, is the 18 under 18 females. They always come through. They, they always carry the, they carry see the, movie. the shining light that is. Predominantly with Fifty Shades of Grey, but I I, I I I just listened to that episode the other day. Oh God! Okay. I still will not let my mom listen to it. I'm like, please God, well, just don't. If she listens to it at half speed, of course, it's going to sound horrible. <laughs> so they so under 18 females, there was only 30 votes. So it's kind of like silly to talk about, mm. but it's funny because they gave it an average rating of 6.9, which was hey, like 6.9. the exact <laughs> average rating. But that's the exact so average like, rating. Right. So they they got it right. Um, it's funny because there's more males voting on this than females. Because they got dragged to see this because they had opinions. They had strong opinions. They needed something 
They said that. my fucking girlfriend said, puts I this on a, every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was 108,000 male votes and 95,000 female votes. So kind of interesting. That seems that that's interesting. very interesting. Um, males rated it 6.7, females 7.3. So I mean, not that's that not really that far, far off. Yeah. 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 Which is it's all very interesting. So I also looked up the top 60 Christmas movies according to Esquire magazine. Ooh. Do we want to guess where the holiday fell on that okay, list? Okay, so out of how many? 60. 60? 60. Sorry, I was... You did not I don't know understand. where I was. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. Is it top 10? No. No. Okay. okay. I'm going to say I, it's like 36. I would say Ooh. it's probably mid-range as well. I would say Same. like 25. I'm around maybe 40. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's number 44. Oh, wow. Okay. Honestly, not bad when you consider how what's, saturated the Christmas movie market is. Yeah, what's the top 10, though? Okay, so. Um, what's the top five? So some interesting ones. So 42 is Jingle All the Way. Dash Love it. Prince, <laughs> so this, Jingle All the Way was higher than this movie. Yes. yes. Love That's, it. I think, I think it tracks. Yeah. 32 was Edward Scissorhands. Oh. Okay, but uh, that's don't high. make that face, Holly. No, I'm just I'm trying to dare. I would never consider Edward Scissorhands okay. a Christmas movie. So but, that's oh why I'm gosh, like that brings what? up that also brings up an argument that I was going to make that this also does not feel very Christmassy. This okay, movie. we can talk I about agree. that later. I totally once, agree. Uh, a stick a pin in that. Her thing. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to stick, stick a pin in that. Okay, mm, where's okay. the post-it board? We'll table this. Let's circle back. I feel like she's going to beat my ass if I go to the bathroom. Tell me you work for corporate America. She's like, fuck you. A guy with Scissorhands is a real thing. I'm going to about to get cornered <laughs> number 29 is polar express we had to put that in for mugga yeah because okay. he loves that movie enough. i just yeah. remember i was watching that movie and no matter what volume you listen to that movie it sounds like you're actually there it like you sounds, can have it at a two but, volume and it sounds like fucking but also, like that movie just creeps me out because it's too realistic and i guess it's no, a but thing. it's like no it's like tom hanks but it's not tom right. hanks like it's he's too realistic and, and not like, realistic yeah, at all so yeah which makes, makes it very uncomfortable weird. the little boy on the train that's like super annoying like me 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. It makes Elizabeth, me know. This is <laughs> Elizabeth. Please go on. <laughs> please stop whatever. Holly and says. actually, don't pause. Don't give anybody <laughs> don't the opportunity talking. to talk. Okay, just keep going. Please. Don't even. Don't even breathe. No words. Um, the other movie that we're recording today, Die Hard, was at 26. Um, Elf was at 13. Okay. Okay. Ooh. We're gonna have some. Trish. The boys are gonna hate that. Trash. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Number 11 was Nightmare Before Christmas. As it should be. Love that. No, I mean it should oh, be higher. More of a Halloween movie, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, number five was Home Alone, which we recorded okay. last year. Number three was A Christmas Story, which I watch mm. every single year. Number two, Miracle on 34th Street. Christmas Vacation. Oh yes. my God. Number that. one. Can you guess what number one is? White Christmas. I love that a movie. Beautiful Life. No, that's not. No, nope. you're that's very song. close. A wonderful Life. Wonderful it's life. a wonderful okay, life. Okay, yeah, I was okay. there. I was. I got it. Yeah, I got it. You just mixed up. <laughs> I knew what I meant. Young and the Restless, the Bold and the Beautiful, and It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, you did it, Kyle. I, mean, I got off. there. We got it, there. It does track that like an older movies would rank up there higher. Where I just want to know where White Christmas is because that's like the one movie that my family White like watched Christmas. every Christmas. I love, I love that, movie. that movie. Me too. It's oh, snow. Yes. Snow. Let me see. I'll see if I can find it. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a non, non-issue, but it's just, it's so funny that it's a wonderful, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I, I don't think so either. either. That's the movie where they says, every so time the bell rings, black and an white. angel gets its wings, right? It, yeah. You could find it in color, really though. Good. Can you? My dad insists on watching it. And I don't think I've ever cries. seen that. I don't think I've ever seen um, the other one you were talking about, too. Well, I've yeah. never seen White Christmas. Which, which the one? white-ass Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> of course your family would watch it. <laughs> 
had never <laughs> seen. Okay, first of all, Christy <laughs> loves that movie I too. I do. It's a classic. Oh. It's a classic. You have to see. Watch I that. hadn't seen that until I dated like some guy who's like, you have to watch this. This is the. This is the. Because I feel like every family. Oh, that's has the one with Ralphie, huh? That. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. That, that Christmas movie. I Everybody think it's because that. my dad literally looks. Like Ralphie, like when oh. he was a kid, like they probably that. look exactly the same. Why is I can number see fifty-seven, that. the Casey Musgraves Christmas show. <laughs> I, I, I literally have. No is idea. it that beat the holiday? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm curious about this uh, the system that they're. It's like 60, basing this off of. sixty is stand up to cancer special holiday <laughs> or a Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, oh my god, I love that's his. Love that movie. It? Every time I come Every downstairs, year. he's watching this movie. I watch it sporadically during the year too. It doesn't have to be during <laughs> Christmas time. Christmas for me, but <laughs> no, I love, it. I love that but movie. What was, okay, Michael what was Caine? Like, how could you go wrong? Exactly. What was your family's like quintessential Christmas movie hmm, that you watched every question. single year? I would probably say Home Alone. Okay, same. <gasps> yeah, I just I just thought of my my family is too, but like I just thought of the other one that I'm thinking of, and I'm surprised it's not in the top five. But Elizabeth, yours was the Christmas Story, right? Mm-hmm. What was the other? Do you have? That's well, it. That's it? What was yours? It was definitely Home Alone. And I think we discussed this last year that I was almost named Macaulay because yeah. the, the movie oh, yeah. came out the year that I, my mother was, right now I was in utero. So. Yes. She was impressionable. <laughs> TJ, what, what did the Kempers? I don't think we we really did that. Like, we don't really watch movies like that every year. Like, we just didn't. Okay. <laughs> all, every so year we watch, Muppet, we watch Schindler's Carol's List every year. Number nine. Oh my gosh. Love Good that. Good job. Yes. Okay. So the two that you my family. The facts. The right? facts speak for themselves. Right. I, I don't blame them. <laughs> the two that my family watched is White Christmas and The Santa Claus with Tim oh, Allen. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Hell yeah. White Christmas is number four. Yes. Hell yeah. No, but The Santa Claus with Tim Allen was like a, one mm-hmm. growing up. Okay. We loved yeah. that one. Did that fuck you up for the rest of your life because you thought. The Santa Claus was spelled with an E. No, because I. Because she's smart. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like a play and on they, words because the Santa Claus. It's not it's kind like, of a play no, on words. Like, it is a play on words. Okay, am I the only one that did not and, think? That? And also, they make a very big point to talk about the difference between clause and clause with an E. So. Yeah, I was also a pre-law minor, so you know we got that. <laughs> And an English major. Fuck my dad. So yeah, all bases are covered. Real law minor, so she. I mean, she got all everything she needs, all the tools in her toolkit. I understood the assignment. Um, No, but we. I love that movie. I I don't like the Santa Claus two or anything else, but the original one was like. The soundtrack for that movie is. Pretty okay. So this leads me. That's a great segue, TJ. Actually, for what I'm we're talking about. I'm just trying to move it along, about. you guys. Um, uh, do you not know the B team records for four hours? <laughs> it's like it's like the worst. It's like a seventy percent rating, and we're sitting here for four hours doing dissertations. It's on a kiki. It. Yeah, it is. But honestly, so so leading into that behind the scenes, did you guys know Hans Zimmer, the Hans Zimmer, did the score for this movie? I think that's awesome. Um, Kyle mentioned it last night, actually. Yeah. So, I basically. Uh, We'll lead into it later when it is one of my treasures. But yes. the fact that this movie was scored by the same person that scored The Lion King and Driving Miss Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy. Basically every like movie that isn't Star Wars where you think about the music. Yes. Hans Zimmer did it. Um I will disagree with you to a point because Erica is very much like we. I love Hans Zimmer and I love John Williams. John Williams is like, but I am a John Williams gal. Yeah, and Erica is a Hans Zimmer gal. But we appreciate the other. But I'm just saying, Hans Zimmer, he comes up with some killer scores. Prince of Egypt. They both they both operate. They both operate in just like with killer scores. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. 
But okay, mm, okay, good one. you got me there. But, <laughs> you got me, gal. But uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Can we? Like, okay. Yes. But anyway, well, yeah. so Hans Zimmer did the score for this movie, and he's actually kind of relevant all throughout. So Miles' office is actually modeled after Hans Zimmer's office because he's a composer in the film. Oh, nice. And Miles also hums Hans' theme in Driving Miss Daisy. And so there was also a scene where Amanda and Graham were having their lunch date and Nancy Myers was like transfixed with the scene. Like the only thing that they had to do was like run outside in London in this like estate that they rented. But Nancy Myers wanted to channel this like air of Hollywood and was like very specific on how she wanted it to be in like old Hollywood, 1960s, super romantic. So you see the montages of him like picking her up and them running and them kissing and them doing all these things. Um, she was so intent on having the right music for that lunch scene. Um, that Hans Zimmer actually named the piece during that time for Nancy. Like, that's the name of the track because she wanted it so specific. So Hans Zimmer is throughout. You guys notice, like, the random cameos throughout Yes, yes, yes. I love yes. them yes. so yes. much. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One of my it's treasures. Funny. That, me too. <laughs> yes. So Dustin Hoffman, as you guys know, was right. not supposed to be in the film. Like, I don't know if you guys knew that, but he was actually going to Blockbuster <laughs> and randomly saw, like, a camera and lights and was like, hey, yo, what's going on? Like, any... Like, I like, feel like my dad... Well, he's da- Dust- I feel, Dustin Hoffman. He I feel do, like yeah. my dad would do that, too. He'd be like, what's going on? Okay, and he'd be like, but, oh, man! So then you insert myself yeah. into this movie. Yeah, but your dad is Mr. Hart. So. People would be like, sir, but please step so aside. Like, sir, <laughs> we're going to call security, please. But I, I feel like Rick Hart would somehow get his way like, yeah. in he's the like, background. I'll just stand but back here. He's like, I'm cool, I'm cool. No, but he he saw Nancy Myers, and then he did like the small cameo in the film. Like, I just can't go anywhere. When they're talking about The Graduate. Yes, and so it was super cute. Um, you guys also saw Lindsay Lohan and yes. James Franco. Franco. Love it. So, so Nancy Myers has said, "I know Lindsay was it because Dave I." Dave Franco? No, it's no, James, it's James Franco. Franco. James, the older Franco. brother, the problematic. Oh, okay. One. <laughs> Last night I asked you that, and you told me it was Dave. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. But that's I okay. I know who the difference is. Okay, I'm just telling you. You misheard. You're okay. misinformed. All right. The cuter, more problematic one. It's James Franco. <laughs> I think um, Dave Franco, short king. We love him. Five seven. James Franco. Dave. No, Dave. Oh, Dave. <laughs> okay. She said, oh, thank God. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but no, so Nancy Myers had directed Lindsay Lohan, and she cites that as kind of launching Lindsay Lohan's career. We hate when somebody appropriates somebody else's career, but Nancy Myers feel like she launched Lindsay into Hollywood. Parent Trap. The Parent Trap, yeah. She said, I know Lindsay, I directed The Parent Trap. I told her she owes me everything, and I made okay. her do it. <laughs> I called her. No, Nancy Myers is the queen of shade. You guys will figure out from this behind wow. the scenes. She has some sassy things to say about people. <laughs> um, so she said, I know Lindsay because I directed her in The Parent Trap. I told her she owes me everything, so I made her do it. I called her and said, you have to do this for me, but she was sweet about it. She was totally there. I feel like when Nancy Myers calls you, <laughs> you, you better show up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Nancy Myers also, there was a lot of like, she said, you know, she wrote the part for Kate and Cameron, like she wrote them with them in mind. And so what she had to say about Jack Black actually really made me laugh because at prior to this, Jack Black had only done like super slapstick comedies. Uh, but she said as like, she said, I'm aware he's not Clark Gable. He's not tall, dark and handsome, <laughs> but he's adorable. He's lovable. It's my way of saying that this is the right kind of guy. This is what most guys look like if they're lucky. Oh my God. He's so adorable. And why not? Everybody has a heart and deserves to fall in love. 
and he should get a great girl. This is her version of representation matters. Yes. <laughs> she said, let's get this short, chubby, white, funny dude. Yeah. And make him leading man. I, I've told you this before, Elizabeth. This is the, like, at that time, like, there are three movies that my mom tolerates Jack Black in. And this is one of them. The other one's what are the other Libre. two? Yeah, I'm curious what the other Nacho two are. Libre. <laughs> School wrong. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's the Jumanjis, like because he's hilarious oh, right. in them. But like, no, this was like the one movie where he's not like, and I'm making a Jack Black like mannerism. He's just not over the top trying to be funny or trying to be right. anything. Like it's just he's regular dude. He's a regular dude, and it's and it's nice. But he's actually like my mom calls it tolerable. Thanks, mom. Um, but I actually like him cast in this as this. Same. I think that he kind of brings a relatability factor because everyone else in this movie is literal celebrity, unattainable, rich, famous. Yeah. And even though Jack he is Black all those is things, most of those things. Yeah, even though he is most of those things, but also like I guess the physicality kind of is doesn't a have the physique. Part. Right. As soon as I saw <laughs> Not the Jack Black show up in this film, I was like, oh fuck me, like. <laughs> That's why Jason tuned the in. First fucking, the first frame, I'm like, oh, I'm out. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Literally. I know. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. It's like, oh, it's going to be that kind of night. <laughs> she said, Jason, out. I Jason, Instagram. Jason perked up and Elizabeth picked yeah, up her phone. Exactly. Like, I should have looked at the cover before I agreed to well, this. Well, because Jason loves School of Rock, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. He loves Jack Black. In oh, they yeah. have this whole Jack Black yes. seeing the songs and all Jack of the things. Tenacious like, D to the, yeah. to the core. <laughs> Putting my earplugs in. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got a video of Jason. I mean, I, Tenacious D. I thought Jack Black was fine. Yeah, it was I mean, great. I thought, he was, no. I thought he was actually, I thought it was a different side of him that you hadn't seen previously to that. I remember watching it in 2006 and I was like, like he's actually good and he's funny and he's cute and he's charming. Yeah, and like, like it kind of. I kind of found myself being like. Yeah, that's Ew. what I was gonna say. It really makes you kind of and like then I fall said, for him a little bit. Better not. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like Jack Black. <gasps> I don't know why. You. This I, is why this is my best friend. I, I honestly, I don't. I did not like him. I couldn't take him seriously because I feel like his like quirkiness and weirdness was yeah. just so creepy in a romantic way <laughs> yes. like trying to be romantic That's yes so i didn't yes. it's also yes. because yes. we yes. watch yes. the movie with like what we already know about him true and yeah. the kinds of movies he's already been in so it's just i don't know maybe a little bit but typecast yeah i also think too it's kind of like just his actions in the movie make us turns us off to him a little bit because yeah. it's like why are you gonna really entertain bringing this woman back into your life that mm, two yeah. minutes ago you were falling for him and now you're turned <laughs> off no, but by i'm him. saying like I relate. We could obviously all relate to that, but yeah. I also think that his actions in the movie, you know, turn See, us off. No, and, and I'll get into that. My trash or treasure. I absolutely agree with you. Um, he, he's he's just an interesting character. It was a different way to see him, and I also felt the same way. Again, we're getting into feelings now um, about Kate Winslet because previously you'd only seen her in like period pieces, super mm-hmm. like serious True. pieces, and I remember looking at her in the theater, just being like, "Holy shit!" Like. She seems like a cool wow. chick. Okay, I love Versatile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I literally was telling TJ about this last night, and I was like, wow, this is the same woman that is mayor of Easttown. Oh my God. I'm like, do not even. I'm, I will literally tell anybody and everybody about Mayor of Easttown. I'm I like, love that I, show. They, they should give me 10 cents for every time I say Mayor of Easttown. And I'm Easttown. like, the fact that she's able to con- 
go from her natural British accent into that gross fucking Baltimore a- accent. <laughs> she can do that accent better than people from that area. I think it's like Pittsburgh. Oh no, Mary, let's get a cheesesteak. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. You no. sound like Tracy Turnblad's mom. <laughs> well, that's me. That's, that's Baltimore. That's it. That is, okay, so the fact that you said that really validates the fact that I could do a really good Baltimore accent. <laughs> Wow. I don't know if you have this. I'm sure you do somewhere. But that Jack Black only agreed to do this role after he found out that he would be working with Kate Yes. Yes. Because I feel like he, like, I read that because he was like, I don't want to work with Nancy Myers. Like, like, it's just, she's rom coms. It's it's not on brand. Like, how would that advance his career? And then when he found out he was going to be working with Kate Winslet, he was like, okay. I just think it's like fascinating that literally when she was writing this movie, she had all these actors in mind and they ended up signing on. Yeah, no, so I, I read that it was Cameron and Kate, and then she was hesitant about Jude Law, but she I wanted that, yeah. Jack Black. Right. Which I'm like, okay, <laughs> girly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <Store> your priorities. <laughs> if anybody is hesitant about Jude Law, like, anyway. But no, she just, he was, he'd done, he done Alfie before, and right. so he was kind of like, and I, this is also a fun fact, but... Two years before this film, Jude Law played a character in Alfie, like the title character, a film that was directed by ex-husband yes. and ex-filmmaking partner of this film's director, Nancy Myers. So oh. I don't feel like she was hesitant about Jude Law. I think she was worried about where she his said, "You've been tainted lie. by my ex-husband." She said, "You've worked <laughs> with that man." <laughs> but yeah, so it, the the casting in this movie, I think we could all agree, is a total treasure and just right. kind of. You know, at the time, getting Cameron Diaz, getting Jude Law, getting Kate Winslet, like it's it's a huge thing. Don't you think it's kind of interesting though that's like they fully were in this movie, they're all together, but they probably never spent any time together. Yeah, they were saying that. I mean, the movie, like the first time you see Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, is the last the two end. minutes of the yeah. film, and then the credits start rolling. So it's like they probably filmed just like in silos, um, <laughs> but. Fun fact, Cameron Diaz said this is the most physical film she'd ever been on. Kyle told me that yesterday and I was like, this bitch is a fucking angel. She's a Charlie's angel. I said at this point, she's done two Charlie's Angels movie and not to mention Shrek. Okay. <laughs> just, just the voice okay. acting okay. alone. Okay, I'm going to ignore that last comment. But Charlie's Angels, I was like, oh my God, like obviously they had stunt doubles and stuff, but yeah. surely she had to do something. She had to do oh, some yeah. type and of training. But she, she did run a lot in She this said, movie. Yeah. I had to run in heels in, in snow. snow. <laughs> I said, she, I, That was so funny. I was like, I said, she is a fucking Charlie's Angel and she couldn't run. <laughs> I was I was deceased reading that because I was like, this that's so funny to me, though. Or even the mask. Like, the mask, she, like, danced yeah, like crazy in that physical. movie. I feel like she's just, like, a very physical actor. Yeah. Like, she's just very, like, animated. And even in this movie, she does. Um, so just to get into some fun facts and some salacious gossip. So Cosmopolitan and The Telegraph suggest that Kate Winslet and Rufus Sewell, who plays Jasper in this movie were once romantically involved yeah, for a period in the right. 90s. And I can kind of see it. They've got that weird, like... Even if they don't, they've got that weird chemistry. Like, um, Also, fuck that guy. Also, fuck that We'll get guy. into boo. that. <laughs> <laughs> Every um, time he came on the screen, I was like, boo. I, okay, when I was watching it, when she opened the door and he was there, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Literally <laughs> upset. <laughs> so upset. Yes. Yes. I was screaming at the screen by myself in my 100%. living room. 100%. You should see my Trash or Treasure notes. It's great. Um, so... 
another thing, Arthur tells Iris that the legendary actor Cary Grant was from Surrey. A fact with Iris agrees, because she says, I'm from Surrey. And he's like, Cary Grant was from Surrey. And she goes, you're right. It was not a fact. <laughs> and apparently people in Britain had very high offense to that. Um, Where is he from? So in a scathing review from The Guardian, longtime movie critic Peter Bradshaw notes, unforgivably, Meyer's script has someone saying that Cary Grant is from Surrey. My suspicion is that Myers knows perfectly well Grant was from unpicturesque Bristol. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Why not just change yeah, it? Yeah, what's wrong with Bristol? Like, we wouldn't know what Bristol looks like. Mm-hmm. The way that it makes this sound, unpicturesque Bristol, I don't know Isn't anything Bristol about like Bristol? a very, it's like a beachy town. I think, I thought it was like... It says unpicturesque, so no? I don't think it's a beach, honey. Oh. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, why in the script did she have to be from Surrey? She could have been from Bristol. No one would have right. known the and, difference. But what's interesting is, like, the filming locations, they actually shot in Surrey and London. And then, That's probably why. Then. And then in the houses, it, her house, Nancy Myers fell in love with the architecture of San Marino. So Amanda's house is in San Marino, which I was like, I'm from Southern California. I'm born and raised native. But I was like, where the fuck? It's a neighborhood kind of like in Pasadena. It's Pasadena. It's also where... Which is where Redheart is from. And it's where Father of the Bride House is as well. Yes. So she loves that that style of architecture, the Spanish architecture. Um, But the home interior... Architecture. Architecture. (laughs) You can really feel the texture of the house. You can can feel the HDTV streaming through my system here. Through my veins. Deep down in my soul. Not just architecture, but architecture. I'm trying to, you know, give people people what they want. Give people the feels. Um, Give people the feels. Um, but the Sony lot was the home interiors in um, Culver City. <laughs> Scenic Culver City. Scenic Culver City. Um, so fun fact, Miles goes to see Iris at Amanda's house and she's having a Hanukkah party. The four men who are at the table, Jack Black, Eli Wallach, Shelley Berman, and Bill Macy are all Jewish. Oh, Mazel. good for them. <laughs> um, reportedly, three members of the British indie rock band, The Wombats, wanted to see, went to see this movie expecting a rom-com in the spirit of Bridget Jones's Diary. They ended up hating the film so much they wrote a song called "Kill the Director" about it, mm, Elizabeth which was part contains of that. the lyrics. <laughs> Elizabeth, is this Elizabeth, you? Wombat's Man. Um, I listened to that right before we started recording. Yes, <laughs> the, the song contains the lyrics. If this is a rom-com, kill the director. This is no Bridget Jones. Damn. Very specific. Okay, let's move on. Um, so, <laughs> one of the books Amanda brings but does not read on the plane is the first book in the J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series. Twelve mm. years after this film's release, Jude Law would take on the role of Albus oh, Dumbledore wow. in a Harry Potter full prequel. Here. Full circle. Also, who brings that many books on a fucking plane? Yeah, I'm exactly. glad that you asked because the stack of books on the plane to England <laughs> are as follows. The Kite Runner, The Power of Now, Atonement, Team of Rivals, The Political Genius of Abraham Lincoln, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Bob Dylan Chronicles, The Corrections by Jonathan Franzen, which is a great book, Runaway, and The Wisdom of Forgiveness I by guess the Dalai Lama. I think it's because she she knew she was trying to get away, so she's like, I don't know if I'm going to have TV, so let me bring a lot of books. That is not something that, those books do not go in your carry-on, they go in your checked luggage. That is so many books. I'm not going to argue with you about the logistics of carry-on luggage and airplane (laughs) airplane etiquette. That's a lot. (laughs) Kyle was upset because he's like, who just sleeps like that on a plane? I'm like, I sleep 
sitting straight up in a plane. Well, she was <laughs> fully exposed. All she did was put on her mask. She was like laying said, down. I was like, how would you not fall asleep? <laughs> First class looks real good. I was just going to say, I was like, you should see me traveling carry on. I'm wearing Mouth. sequin boots in Mouth the airport agape. in a fedora because I won't fit in my suitcase. So yeah, let's ask how the other half travels. Um... Okay, perfect. That's all I have. Does anybody else have any fun any facts? Any other fun or? facts that we got? I do have stuff. Yes. So for location, um, Wenslet's cottage was built for the movie and isn't real. Uh-huh. But. I saw that. Upset. But. <laughs> Diaz's mansion is real and located in San Marino and recently sold for $9.5 million. I love that. Can you imagine? But I read a fun fact about the cottage in England that they built. I know that they built it for the set, so it's not functional. They said that, like, if you have a well-upstanding cottage in, like, the countryside in, like, a good area, it's worth about, like, $2 million. Oh, my yeah. God. So I said, Cameron Diaz is not in the slums here, okay? No, like, she's really not. No, but she's wasn't like, it so funny watching her like try to fit all her shit in yeah. like a tiny closet? Right. Obviously, anything in okay. England, I feel like, is already small. Also, uh-huh. when she's in the bathtub and her, her, <laughs> half her body are hanging out. out. And she's literally 5'10", and you're like... It's so funny. What is this, a bathtub for ants? <laughs> um, I don't know if you noticed this, but I definitely wrote it down. Um, Jude Law has this tan. Yes. yes. Oh my God, yes. yeah. And it's a little weird and, and doesn't make any sense. in the middle, sense. dead of winter in England. If you've England. ever... Dead of winter in England where it's like mostly overcast. Like they're, what... I think they're trying to make it feel like this is his natural coloring. It's funny because when I was in... Because after I graduated college, I went to Ireland for three months. And I remember every single time I was there, people would be like, what spray... What self-tanner do you use? California. <laughs> and I was like, I was so perplexed by that because it's the middle of summer in Ireland. And I'm like... No, it's just... She's like, uh, oh, it's this rub-on? Because I know you use some self-tanner, girl. girl. Not now. I mean, now I do. But back then, I was still in the sun. I wasn't in my 30s, and so I couldn't... I was I was good. But, like, it, everybody there is so... Because you're so right. It's pale. overcast. They're not la- lounging at the beach. Right. Like, they're not tanning. Half, half it's the year not is snowing. something for them. Yes. Yeah. So it's... I, and I noticed that, too. I was like, he's very tan. So the UK exteriors were shot on location... But the interiors were shot on sound stages in LA. Yeah. So, oh. Thus, that's the, the tan. tan. Yeah. Yes. I like that they actually shot in London though, or in England, and all over the place there. Yeah. Because a lot of times they don't, you know. They'll I guess just do some like like. Like generic Aust- looking. I remember Austin Powers when he was driving through and he's like, we make, does this look like Southern California? Yeah. But is it? No, it's London. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like one of those things. Like he calls it out. It's like a common theme, I guess, in Nancy Meyer films that they're always either filmed in LA, New York, or the UK. So check two of those off the list. Um, I'm going to caveat you with something. Actually, no, you're probably right. I was going to say something's got to give with Diane Keaton. They did it on the beach. California. Probably in the Hamptons. Probably. Or the Hamptons. I think it was East Coast. It seemed like it was. New York. Diane Keaton was wearing a sweater on the beach. So I can only assume that that's East Coast, okay? <laughs> um, I have a few more things. So yes. the website Amanda and Iris use to exchange houses is a real website. Oh. Exchange.com. So can we talk about how that is Airbnb before Airbnb existed? No, but, okay, but does that not like creep you out? Uh, like yes. in some way, because I, I understand having a house that you like swap with people, and I understand like people renting your like vacation home because you have no personal documents. She really there. said, you have no, "You're going to take over my car, my social security, yeah, my identity." I was my, like, first of all, 
swapping cars, like what insurance company is just allowing anybody <laughs> to drive your car? <laughs> Especially like when you're not even from, the, you don't even have a driver's she's license she's in the country the side of the road. that you're driving on, number one. Right. And then number two, I was like, Iris is fucking rude because nowhere in that conversation did it be like, oh, I have a dog that you will exactly. also have to take care of. That's a part Imagine of my Imagine if, yes. if, if I rented out yes. my home and just left Jax there. And I was That's like, so oh yeah, by the way, please feed him twice a day and <laughs> walk him, him four times a day. Brush him. I'm just mad Imagine. because it took her like obviously eight hours to get over there and they swapped that dog was in that house for eight hours <laughs> yeah, like by himself imagine coming into Rose Hill Cottage the smell of shit yeah. everywhere <laughs> 100% shit and then literally also, everywhere. the other thing for me is like she was like oh can you house tomorrow sound or whatever or tomorrow too soon and it's like yeah it's too soon I have laundry in the dryer I have to I have dishes in the sink. I'm not ready to to figure out. I'm not ready to swap homes right now. Girl, two minutes ago, I was trying to huff some. I was ready to kill myself. (laughs) Give me some time to get a cleaner in here and make the bed, wash the sheets for you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess the Cotswolds are very easily accessible. (laughs) Okay, so speaking to that, a few months after the movie came out, the popularity of house swapping was on the rise. So much so, in fact, that police in England had to issue a warning against swapping homes with strangers due to identity fraud and murders. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. The I mean, dark side of the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. Exactly. Yes. Also, I'll talk about this because I was very confused when I was watching it. Um, Arthur Abbott is out to dinner with Iris and he asks why a beautiful girl like her is out to dinner with, do you old remember? Cocker. An, An old cocker. Old cocker. Yeah. What the hell? Like, what is that even? Okay. Whenever I hear the word cock, I pay attention. (laughs) You just said, you rang. (laughs) Keeps my interest. (laughs) I I didn't quite understand what. It's Yiddish. Okay, yes. It's from the Yiddish phrase, alter cocker, meaning old man. Yeah. Okay, why? When I'm hearing this, like. You think. Arthur, There's no subtitles. Like, what is- <laughs> You're making me blush, Arthur. What's going on? Yeah, schmaltz, schmuck. Schmaltz. Yeah, no, it's it's Yiddish. People say an old cocker around me all my life. <laughs> oh my god, that's a different podcast. <laughs> um, no, so you made me think of something actually because I was reading about it. There was a lot of things I read that I was like, okay, this isn't like fun fact worthy but there's a lot of like fan theories about this movie mm-hmm. and one of them because it made me think of like the true crime aspect is that Amanda and Iris are both dead oh my god oh what yeah so Iris killed herself huffing the the oh stove and then there's a scene where Amanda's breaking up with Ethan and she's like I can't breathe and so they think like it was like a sixth sense thing where like they died and then they oh smash. That's so dark. Yeah, I, I don't. That's how they. I don't prescribe to that theory. Yeah, no, so people, I, I rebuke people, this evil. No, so I was reading this and I was like, what the fuck? And people in the comments were like, seek therapy, less alcohol. And I was like, yeah. Yes, all of a sudden. Yes. Which is, those, those are what the comments left after your last Instagram post. <laughs> I all of a sudden want to watch this again. Like, cut, cut to my DMs. Through that lens. Yeah. <laughs> No, right. I'm trying to think of the other one. There was another one too, but we'll get into trash or treasure. Okay. So any other fun facts, Elizabeth? Nope. That's awesome. all I got. Kyle, do you have any? You were like nodding to all of these, so I feel like you might have some. Mm, I guess my main thing is okay. Question I'm gonna pose to you guys. Ooh, I have questions to pose at the end, yeah, but go ahead. Kate Winslet, driving home, sees an old man on the side of the street, clearly confused. 
would you guys stop yes. for this man? Yes. And there's a reason. <laughs> Elizabeth there's is, a reason, uh, is gasping. It is part <laughs> She's exhaling very heavily. So, so stopping for him and maybe like getting him some assistance, um, putting him in my car and then driving him home and then going into his house. And then I draw the going line at things. some point before that. Yeah. <laughs> Take so him like, out to dinner. <laughs> so yes, would I maybe call some type of police or something to like, okay, now this is your, <laughs> this is your, it's like, oh, we just, oh, I get him home and then I help him with his key and then I'm just in his house. Like that's she definitely like, not happening. Yeah, she just okay. walked, she wasn't invited. She walked fully, like she just walked in. Talked, her, talked herself into she, bed. She saw the Emmy and the, and the Oscar, and she said, "Want to go to dinner?" <laughs> okay, so that that's that was. Oh, my, you got money. Yeah, that that was the question I was trying to like pose because like looking through it at through like a 2021 lens, I'm Dude, like, if you roll up to his house and it's a shanty, you're not, <laughs> you're not getting out of Obviously, she saw him before. He lives in the neighborhood. He's a neighbor. It's yeah. a rich neighborhood. He was right. walking with. He was walking with a home health assistant. Like you know, he's got that. I don't know because like I'm just looking through it through like a 2021 lens, and I'm like. All I see is opportunity. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I if I was this woman, I would think she is fully taking advantage of this man. I could marry him. I could marry him. You He's, can imagine the too much looks. Longer. She that, got exactly. that, that Anna Nicole Smith vibe. Exactly. Wow. And I'm like, it, it gives me very. Um, if you guys have seen the movie on Netflix, I think it's called I Care a Lot. Where it's like, yes, yeah, where yes. she basically is like kind of taking advantage of old people and basically making them feel like, you know, whatever. Like, that's all yes. I was thinking about when I was seeing that part of the movie. No, I think it's like, it'd be one thing if she got him in the car and he was like some confused, deranged man, but he was like, no, like, I just, I'm lost. And he had like interesting stories and like, what a cute, meet cute, and like had their whole banter. Like, I, I just, that's my target demographic is old men. That's so. how all great murder stories. I, that is where I thrive. And she saw like an unfinished dinner on like a TV tray, yeah, and she was like, yeah. "And I think know. she, I mean, I think she saw Amanda's big house and was just like, i 'I'm in a new city. Like, let's just do that.' And she's yeah, again, she saw the hardware, at the Academy Award, and was like, yeah. "This man's got <laughs> some stories." I'm in. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get that green card for America. Yes. <laughs> she said, "I'm ready." All right, I think that's all we have. Um, but I know I have a I have a question for the end as well. Okay, so let's get into trash or treasure. So Melissa, walk us through your trash or treasure. We have talked about this already. Um, the breakup for Kate Winslet. I feel like it was extremely relatable. <laughs> the breakup? Yeah. Okay, just so like, is it crying? Is it a breakup when you're not even actually together? That's a good point. But, but I mean, no, but she, 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 she does, again, it's a whole, like, there's like a couple monologues that she does, but it's like unrequainted love. Like being in right. love with somebody, yes. and this is like pre, like a lot of social media, and so like I get where she's coming from, just like feeling like you're in a relationship with somebody and they're giving you all the signs and symptoms. You technically are doing every single duty of a girlfriend. And exactly. it's just, they treat you as if like, no, I never, I never, like we were never in a relationship. I would like to say, is that gaslighting? It is. Me and TJ mm. went over this last night because I don't think I know <laughs> the definition of what gaslighting is, but I think this is a pretty clear example, right? No, it's somebody doing things and then, isn't it, Elizabeth, I'm looking at you it's for like confirmation you, here, but no, but you get mad at them for their reaction. Mm. It's like you or calling you make someone them out for sound being crazy, yeah. awful and then they're yeah. like, well, I'm awful because of the things that you do. No, and yeah. it's so like, it's like if okay, TJ well, says you're awful and I'm like, that really hurt my feelings when you said that I'm awful and he's like, well, your feelings shouldn't be hurt by that. Like, I don't understand why that would hurt your feelings. So like, was, it hurts my feelings that you would think that I would hurt yes. your feelings yeah, yeah. and you're just like, oh, <laughs> 
fuck my drag. Like, yeah. Exactly. Um, I also, I, I know we talked about this also, but I love the casting. Yes. So I love the, obviously the main characters, except Jack Black. Um, <laughs> so but, three out of four is 75%. Yeah. Honestly, 75%. Yeah. That's a little solid C. Yeah. But I it's love... passing. <laughs> I love how they did like a little bit of Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. James yes. Franco, Dustin Hoffman, I, even John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Oh, I put, Catherine Hahn. Okay. Catherine Hahn. Yes. I, said I literally put and B team favorite. Yes. Catherine yes. Hahn. Yes. I love her. the theme of her being the supportive best friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> love She's like the supportive like employee. Right. In this <laughs> yeah. But did she steal the show when she was on camera? Absolutely. She was in it for a total of two and a half minutes. I know. But she you never see them again, but right. and, yeah. this is normally her busiest time of year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love that. Um, I also like that this movie is kind of like a, a self-aware movie. Yes. You know, like she... They both realize, you know, what's important to them by like going away and doing their own thing, um, but that they're finally realizing that they're putting themselves first. Yeah, I'm deceased because I was telling you guys this beforehand, but like I was trying to come up with like the, you know, one liner of what this movie's about, and so one of them said, "Romantic comedy about two women on opposite sides of the globe who swap houses only to discover that a change of address can really change their lives." <laughs> yeah. And then, and then what? I was telling you, like, that one of the critics' reviews of like that was scathing. It was like two unlucky in love women switch houses and find love, and I was like, "Well, it's not wrong." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think but the no. message is. You find love in yourself. You found love in a hopeless place. Okay, that's a You found dove in a soapless place. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say my last treasure would be. Uh, I officially want automatic window coverings. Oh, officially, yeah. I'm gonna get a take quote. Away from this that movie. is so I'm, funny. I'm 100 gonna get a quote. Literally, soon. Uh, <laughs> Kyle was like, "How great would that be?" <laughs> I was like, blackout curtains can't eat shit compared to what the fuck she has. But I also, with that, got into the logistics behind it because when she was talking to Jude Law about it, he was like, how often do you go to New York? How often do you do this? How often do you travel? And she's like, rarely. I'm like, so... So why? So why you got the blackout curtains? Yeah. Seasonal depression. (laughs) Honey, natural light. Let's let's get our... No, I think that was the thing was like, it was like an alarm, like her curtains like would rise in the morning and go down at night. Mm -hmm. Like that's like... But that's, it was like an alarm. Do you need curtains to do that? To make it dark when it's already dark? Oh, good point. But in the morning. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, that's just peak affluence of like just having black curtains, but <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Which yes. is dispensable income. Yeah. I'm trying to be in like. Yeah, good point. Permanent, no one, who closes their curtains at night? Permanent darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to dwell on that, okay? Permanent I'm darkness. I'm like, oh, you know what? You're a beautiful you. man. I, I will overlook it all day, every day, and twice on Sunday if you say <laughs> odd things. But I, no, I, I, to save on them heating costs, I'm trying to put them blinds down. The insulation. Yes. The insulation, yes. <laughs> okay, let's get into your let's trash. Let's get into trash, yeah. Oh, trash next. Okay. So my number one trash would definitely be um, Kate Winslet, Iris. Oh. The, <laughs> she wasn't done. No, 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 no. Yeah, no go ahead. Leaving her dog oh, by, yes. there we go. by itself. That yeah. was so sad. It feels like they should have like at least talked about it at some point. Or just not have a... Why do you need a dog? Yeah. I, it didn't contribute to the storyline, and it was just problematic for each and every one of us. Yes. Of just like, this dog was sitting 
minimum for probably 10 eight hours, hours yeah. <laughs> minimum eight hours like i'm talking logistics of plane taking off and plane landing not the two hours leading up to an international flight getting out <laughs> of the yes, check-in going, the check-in going, going through customs on the back end <laughs> going through, like, going through Heathrow saying, airport we I'm know that's a mess minimum private jet eight hours yeah. Yeah. like not it's including that time change, but you know, yeah, the dog wasn't necessary to the storyline. Like, no. I don't know why the dog was involved besides the staring contest with Cameron Diaz. But I'm like, <laughs> even that was like super cringe. I but, think like, it was kind of like to to kind of make her a little bit more relatable because she's like obviously very non-emotional, blah blah blah. So now she kind of had to make a connection with this dog. So I think that's what the whole thing was. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Um, so I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I felt like the movie trailer, the narrator, um, narrator, ugh, I hated it. It was yeah. kind of cringy. Yeah. It was so cringy. Isn't it like so typical though? Like in the, um, early 2000s, like early 2000s, late nineties, that yeah. was the voice. Well, there was like the fun facts of like voice legend. And I was like, I've heard that voice. We've all yeah. heard that voice. We right. all know that voice. Like, legend. <laughs> Girl, you called yourself a legend two minutes ago. Like, I think we're, I think we can call him a legend. But yeah, I thought it was super cringy. Yeah. I think that they could have done without it. Yeah. Not for you. It, no, it definitely, definitely felt, not for me. Definitely felt a little bit out of place in the yes. context of the movie. Yes. Especially when she was like in the bathtub and then she splashed the water and then it like jilted yes. to a different scene. I, I just didn't like it. Over it. Um, I did not like the suicide attempt. Like, <laughs> that was... Okay, could we call it Super dark. <laughs> I just I'm think like, that she they, was just <laughs> sniffing some, some gas. No, I'm, all, I'm pretty sure I had multiple suicide attempts. That's the that's case. Total trash, but I like her. I like her coming to reality of like, low moment, low moment. Like just That was like, pretty funny, no, but... her snapping back. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, again, but that... Goes Pretty dark. Band. It's I think, super and dark. And I'm like for for Jasper. Yeah, yeah, really exactly. over him. <laughs> I think like yeah. Once again, when we look at it from the lens of 2021, yeah, that probably was <laughs> would not be included no. yeah. nowadays. Yeah. I think any lens that you look through at any time period, you should not kill yourself for a man. Amen. Mm, Amen for true. that. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, um but to close my trash out, um I would say also I didn't like how there was no closure at the end of the movie. I okay. think that's a good point like, because it really just kind of ends on New Year's, right? Exactly. But then that's it. I told him yesterday I was like, I think we need a holiday too. <laughs> Okay, so this is, right? this is, this is actually... Elizabeth okay, is like, oh, going, God, please no. We're going into, like, Valentine's Day or something? I have some lingering questions, and sequel is, like, the top one, and then the other one is getting into the second fan theory that I read, so, like, we'll get to that, how we feel about a sequel, before we do our ratings, so... Perfect, but... Okay. Perfect. But getting into that, I'm dying, dying to know your trash and treasure, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, what is your trash? Oh, you want to hear trash? Because we know that there is no treasure. She scrolls. You want to hear trash? You guys need to see this, but she fully was scrolling palm on the laptop. (laughs) (laughs) She palmed the laptop. It wasn't even like a light finger scroll. It was was a... Entire fist. So we talked about this a little bit, but she leaves the next day really during the holidays. Like, oh, I just jump on a flight. Like, we already talked about how ridiculous that is. Um, So easy to light the fire in the cottage. If you've ever been in um, cottage, cabin, etc., like... It doesn't just light. It doesn't. It's it's a whole like 
process of there needs to be lighter fluid, there needs to be like Match this certain bogs. angle. <laughs> you have to yeah. like teepee the logs. Yeah, you gotta like blow on it. Like there's this whole thing. So like it just comes on and I'm like, oh my, like I, I'm already, I'm already lost. I'm but already the, out of this movie. But the best part of it is that she's freezing and then she lights it and she's like, oh. ah, immediate <laughs> relief. It was just, no, but that, that part It takes a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, Cause me, I'm that person that's literally like almost lighting myself on fire to warm myself up. Like, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. But instant relief. I mean, I want that fireplace. I want the blackout curtains. I want that fireplace. Yes. Oh, yeah. Start making yes. a list for the home girl. All, girl. all the things. Home improvements nonstop. <laughs> um, Jason thought Rufus Sewell, Sewell, Jasper Sewell, Bloom, Jasper looked like Jude Law, and then I realized what? Iris is in love with a carbon copy of her brother. <gasps> what? Whoa! I don't There's a lot to unpack here. here. I don't. I don't <laughs> see the weird. resemblance. Do Jason you? Was, I mean, you said they, Jason thought that, but do okay, you but think they that? look pretty similar. Jason was like, "Is that Jude Law? He looks chunkier than Jude Law. What? It can't be Jude Law. He has like way darker hair. His hair. I don't know. Probably. The weird buggy <laughs> eyes, like the whole thing. Whatever. Anyway, it looked similar. Weird because that looks exactly like her brother. Like very. I, just, I won't say. Exactly. I wouldn't say exactly. Similarly, very similarly to I her brother. I think you brother. just think all British men look alike. Yeah, not all white men, Elizabeth. Well, Jason. <laughs> they, Jason both, too. they both have <laughs> blue eyes, right? Let's, mm, I don't think let's give white men a chance. <laughs> also, blue eyes a twin does not make <laughs> what like just because people have blue eyes doesn't mean they're twins but they're okay so they both have blue eyes but they're like here on their head <laughs> and then they're like you guys can't see it but she just fucks. showed she that put their eyes in their temple. separate separate sides of her head <laughs> no she put like eyes in the sloth they're both this like <laughs> sappy looking fuck like i'm sorry yes they do look similar okay sorry, they do but all right well okay, this is your treasure treasure you're allowed so then i had this story like when i first said this i was like oh i realized the whole like story of the movie and jason's like no that's her brother i thought it was that no that she went to another country and found a motherfucker who looks exactly like the fucker who she was in love with anyway so I was already confused like, there's from, no comparison from... between Jude Law and Jack Black let's just get that straight, no 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 though. but like... Jude Law and Jasper I know, I know. Jasper. Jasper let's call him Jasper and what's the real guy not Jude Law what's his character's name uh Graham Graham, Graham. so Graham so Graham and <laughs> yes Jasper, Jasper. but I feel like if you've opinion. ever if you've ever been to Europe and you've ever been to like those that that literally is what everyone looks like. Sure, but it, it just was very odd to me. Um, I'm, and then, I'm surprised that Jason picked up on that. That's funny. Uh, yeah, like he picked up on it, and I was like, "Oh, I can already tell where this is going." He's like, "No, that's her brother." I was like, "Okay, I cannot tell where this is going, but it's still weird." <laughs> yeah. Um, when they're like making out and he's kissing her eyeballs, like yeah. I oh, am. Okay. <laughs> I oh that was literally yeah. one of mine. I literally put like it. what the. <laughs> But like, okay, hold on. Like, let's just let's just paint a picture. Like, you're making out with somebody, and they kiss your eyeballs. Yeah. So the notes I'm a, that I I'm put. I'm a fan I, of a good forehead kiss. <laughs> I literally yeah. said, "PSA: Don't let strange, strange drunk men into your home." Why he kiss her eyeballs? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> it makes no like. I'm not. You know, being I'm, turned on by somebody kissing my eyeballs. I'm not trying to kink shame here. But it ain't it. <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't it. Hundred percent. Jude Law doesn't do anything unsexy, but that to me, I agree with you. It's very. It just he, got super. It was like weird. very apparent. He was like, kiss one eyeball, kiss, kiss the, the other second. eyeball, and she's just like, uh, <laughs> she's and it's like, it. 
She's like, I think we should have sex. <laughs> she said, like, hold on. I need you to penetrate me. <laughs> hold on, what? I like where this is I would like to be penetrated, please. <laughs> He yeah. did. He did. He did say he wanted to do foreplay too, didn't he? Yes. She he said, said "What are your thoughts?" Oh, what are your thoughts on foreplay? Yeah. And I, she said, "It's that overrated." Was I said, "Please." What are you talking about? My eyeball. Said no woman ever. <laughs> never. No, that, done that's like very her character, though. Correctly. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Earlier, um, she said, "Who has time for sex?" So she's very that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know her. <laughs> Never felt that. Never seen that. Don't know that emotion. Can't relate. Can't Can't relate. relate. Sorry, Cam. When when they're making out and she keeps like interrupting with like, oh, but like this, Jason said, Jesus, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I mean, so that's a treasure. (laughs) I mean, kinda. Jason's response is a treasure. The scene yeah. is a trash. The scene is a trash. The response is a treasure. Yes. But I think she's like, I think it's Nancy Myers's typical rom-com character of like the over. I'm and nervous, like, but and I, I don't know this, what to do. No, but and... I have this theory about every single role that Nicole Kidman has played lately. It's just like the overambitious like lawyer, the overambitious psychotherapist who is like perfectly dressed, perfectly curated, perfectly this, and like. Nancy Myers is trying to create this woman who's like a super high achieving woman who's also like kind of neurotic but like super relatable but like also movies. type A but like also super it's like yeah you're right it's a control V of Diane Keaton in this movie and Meryl Streep in this movie and yeah I get it but yes 100 continue I was yeah I was like I'm like uncomfortable watching this <laughs> um <laughs> We talked about this too. Iris just comes inside the old man's house. Like she just walks yes. her ass inside. Girl, like, he's not going to attack her if anything. She's just <laughs> no, I know, but sure. I, I could take this man into down. Someone's home but like it's that. just like okay, I like literally just picked you up off the street five minutes ago, mm-hmm. and I'm helping you with your key. Which like okay, I'm going along with this journey. Like I'm here, but then when you walk inside the house, I'm like, nope, we're done now. Like yeah. I, there is no. Literally she's starts like no rifling journey. through his things. She's starts a going lap. through. His File cabinets. She's doing a laugh. I'm just like, what? She's like, where's the life insurance? She's trying, yeah, she's trying, she's trying, trying to find will? that life insurance where's policy. She's trying to find the social security Bro, number. We don't knock the hustlers. Can I? Like, I'm she said, like, can I be the power of attorney? She's trying to get Oh, that. you don't have that. <laughs> oh, I'm that a nice bag. person. Like, yeah. I, I got you. But not she's like, that I'll nice. throw you a Hanukkah party, sir, for you and your three closest friends. Hanukkah party. Let me, by the four closest Jewish friends. Iris trashing the therapist was a trash. If you don't like your therapist, find another one. This has been a PSA. Yes. If you don't like your counselor, it's not any shade towards the counselor or towards you. It's just like anything else. If it's not a good fit, find someone else. Like it doesn't, your therapist doesn't represent all therapists. Right. Right. And all, there's so many different like schools of thought and the way that people do therapy and the way that they interact with you. And there's, there's so much like science behind all of it. So, all this to say, if you had a bad therapist experience, it doesn't mean that all therapists are bad. Right. It means you didn't fit well with your therapist. So, right. find a new one. Exactly. I will say, to go off your point, so that is also a common theme within Nancy Myers movies, where the main character typically refers to their therapist as a shrink, and they often mm-hmm. like refer to it as that, like in a kind of like a negative way. Yeah. So I think that it kind of well, it stigmatizes therapy. Yeah, and I think it does. that's very on par for like the early two thousands. Like, it's kind of like, oh, my shrink this, and it's like that's supposed to be a negative thing. Well, to call it a shrink in general is like right. minimizing. Do yeah. not make the pun there, but like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's well yeah, done. no, but Where's it's Kerwin. <laughs> 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 
Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I agree as somebody who's been in therapy. It was just like the first couple people that I saw, I didn't, I didn't click with. It didn't, it wasn't like a, like a good fit, a good fit. Like they, they, they didn't communicate in the way that I communicated. And like the way that I said things, like they didn't interpret the same way that I did. And then we found Victoria who we love her. Shout out to Victoria. Shout out to Victoria. (laughs) She's anonymous, but like, you know, but no, but they put things in a reference and they communicate with the way that you communicate and it clicks and it makes sense. And it's just like, okay, like you're saying like, I'm not the leading lady of my life. I feel you. you know? I yeah. think that, so. the mo- especially like in the early 2000s, they kind of use like the whole shrink thing as like a, a joke. Well, no, it's just like, I'm in therapy. I'm troubled. Right. I have exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to unpack my yeah. neuroses of being a type A woman right. who's a career woman. And my right. therapist has told me this in my 3 p.m. Yeah. But these it's, days it's like, oh, my therapist said this. Yeah. Like, it's I'm this sorry. Everyone has a therapist. So everyone's yes. going through it. Yes. It's a whole different. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jason's watching the date between Graham and Amanda and hoping it's a dream because it seems so outlandish. I think this was when they were like going through. Oh, the it's like sequence. the montage. Yeah, it's like yeah. A montage and Jason was like, "What in the fuck are we?" I, I agree with him. That montage went on entirely too long. It'd be one thing if they were just like strolling in this beautiful English countryside and it was just like a nice date, but the whole like pointing and then yes. running. I'm like, what are we doing? It turned here? awkward after yes. after a little bit of time. After yes. 15 seconds, yes, it turned very awkward. When Graham and Amanda get back to the cottage mm-hmm. and she doesn't want him to come inside, uh, Jason hey. believes that she has to take a shit. Yeah. And like, you're in a cottage, sure. right? So there's like no fart fan, no yeah. toilet paper, just like <laughs> yeah. a rag no you have to wash every day. And she's already been like hitting the Pepsid pretty hard. Like we already know she's having some troubles in that area. So it's like. All Dude, hot girls have it's IBS. It's not that I don't want you to like come inside, but I'm gonna need a minute. So yeah. like maybe maybe take a walk take a little lap or something. <laughs> take yeah. a lap, bud. <laughs> take a lap because I need my privacy. Um, trash. My tents didn't look like Olivia and Sophia's. So like when she opens that door and I'm looking at this, I'm like, where are the chairs? Where are the rubber bands? Yeah. Where are the realistic blankets? Like, what is this castle like we're walking into? Like this. I is, will say tents look like that now. Yes. They but really they didn't do. when we were kids. Uh, Mine yeah. was like sheets, yes. blankets. Like now you yes. buy tents for people. Couch cushions yeah. that were like, we're going to need that I'm back. I'm upset. Like, like, I feel yeah. like I've been robbed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need to go back and relive that. But I, got, but I think that's like, that's like almost kind of like the novelty when we were kids. Because like I said, it was like couch cushions. My mom's like, we need we need that back. Like, we're taking trying to a sit wall, on the couch. Yeah, out of my fort, you know? But... I think that was kind of like the fun of it. And now they have like these beautifully constructed like teepees. I just, and I just wish it would have been more like real. Yeah. You know, like, like you can yeah, still let's, play let's the cheesy ass music, like, and just open it to something that's like these kids actually built this instead of like, this is some shit like straight out of like A fairy some tale. princess. But that was, like, but that was, no. I felt like. I don't know if this is like really cheesy to say, but that was like the one moment that I actually really liked Cameron Diaz in this movie when she goes, okay, this is really cool. Like, cause normally she's just like, not right now, but like maybe in the future, is that okay with you? Like I, I felt like when she was like, okay, this is really cool. Like that was like my reaction too. Yeah. Cause I was like more relatable. Yeah. Okay. But keep going on your trash. I'm trash. Sorry. All of a sudden trash. Be relatable. Um, <laughs> the music at some points, so cheesy. Yep. Like I could not handle. On Zimmer, 
When it was coming in, when like they're laying down in the tents with the kids and he's like grabbing her hand, I'm like, I literally want to jump off a bridge right now. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh like, I gosh. cannot handle how stupid, like, this is so stupid. Like, I can't I just, even watch it. I just want to point out that I attended, we all attended Elizabeth's wedding and it was one of the most romantic weddings I've ever been to. And I can say that with wholehearted <laughs> certainty. This is the fact that you're cringing at this is very surprising to me. I did not have like elegant piano music coming yeah, on at so Smash Mouth. Ball with the ball, the ball, the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My name is Kid. As she walks down the aisle. You got to keep it real, you know? Um, Jason, and so this is my last trash, surprisingly. Jason having to explain Jack Black's jokes. Um, the movie store of Dustin Hoffman and The Graduate. So, I, like, I'm not a movie person, so I don't know any of this stuff. So, like, he's having to explain Jack Black's jokes. Like, it, it just didn't, I'm sure it landed for 99.9% of the population. But for me, I'm like, this is just dumb. Yeah, for for you as someone that does not watch movies or yeah, enjoy them. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, a movie podcast. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, what are what are we doing? Um, Alanis so, would say, and isn't this ironic? Yeah. <laughs> don't you think? It's like Ray Yane. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Okay, Treasure, let's get to my... The short list. <laughs> the short list. Um, Catherine Hahn, obviously. Obviously. Like, love. Saw love. her. favorite. I was fave. like, okay, great. <laughs> Amanda walking through all the snow with her luggage, that was a treasure for sure. Like, I thought that was hysterical. It's the most active role she's done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the most rigorous <laughs> but at least, acting I like, she's ever done. Yeah, I like that that was, like, kind of, like, brought to me, like, some realness to the movie. Like, everything yeah. else is kind of so... I feel like you have to suspend reality to even, like, get into, like, what are we doing but that was like this is what it really is. Like when yeah. you travel, you don't know where you're going, you don't know what you're doing. You're like you end up a suitcase. You end up walking a mile in these Louboutins yeah. <laughs> through some some snow. But why did why did the driver say, "All I can't drop you off by the house"? But then at the end of the movie, he picked Picks her up her in front the of the house, house. Yeah. yeah, or the cottage. Yeah. I that make literally no thought sense. the same because when we went to Nashville, yeah, not Nashville, Austin. I was like, I was mad when the Uber driver did not get our bags. From and put them in the car. So I was like, if I got this service, I'd be upset. Yes. He's not a he, oh my God. Uber driver. <laughs> He's a Uber. driver. He is not your butler. Okay, so that means he is a driver. When by trade, he is a driver. He drives. He so, doesn't load your shit for you. He's, he picks you up. If he wants a good tip, he does. Exactly. Yeah. That's Kyle's point. I was upset. Kyle's like, don't tip him. I'm like, I'm he, I'm tipping him. I'm all... We got here in one piece. We were dainty women. We just got off women. at 6.15. I was like, there were three guys here. We can get the luggage yeah. in the trunk. He's like, who? I was oh, like, me, well, me, TJ, you, and David. He's like, that doesn't count. Say three gay guys, <laughs> and then so like it's stupid. like that TikTok ding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're better off having Holly fucking load it yeah. on her back and get it into the truck. Fucking muscles over here. You're, you're helpless. Fucking <laughs> muscles. Um, uh, Amanda drinking wine out of the bottle and grocery shopping yes. all the way. Yes, that like was I was like, oh, oh this probably is... the most relatable. Did yes. you notice the corkscrew that she bought still yes. had the cork on it? And I love that so much. Yes, I'm like, this is this feels very real. But like, yeah, when you're just like, I need a drink and you're drinking in the grocery store. Like that. A labelless bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Like sitting there. But I just remember like picking up the chocolate too and just being like, yes, you're coming home with me. (laughs) You're coming home with me. (laughs) 
Um, Let Go by Fru Fru. Yes. Imogen Heath. When I, okay, so when I heard this song come on, I'm like, oh, my when high heard, school experience. When I heard Just life. For Now come on, uh, which go, is Imogen Heath. Yeah. Go. I'm like, I'm gonna, like, this solid treasure. Yep. Um, Iris and Miles hanging out with Arthur and his friend, Old People Are My Favorite. Like, yes. That, <laughs> that treasure for sure. She had sure. the greatest ass. <laughs> I went to my grandma's friend's 100th birthday like a few weekends Girl, ago that's the best and part of your life i'm telling like the the things that you hear and the things that you learn just from like sitting with people that are a little bit older like i will forever like treasure first of moments. all Elizabeth said a little bit older this woman was turning 100 <laughs> she said, slightly older than i a little bit older that's <laughs> years maybe half a generation above me a few years older than she's like above boomer above <laughs> no your grandma first of all first of all fashion icon the sequin jacket that she wore to your i said where where do I get this? How do I get this? How do you I appropriate this? You where you this? get it? 1920. That's <laughs> oh, the Great Depression. She said, she said, first of all, Studio Classy. 54. <laughs> no, but it, no, but I 100% agree. That, that's my target demographic because the best conversations that you have of just, I mean, yeah. like, I, I will talk to a door if I could, like, but older generations and, and the things that you learn. And I think Jack Black in that situation was kind of like, what the fuck? And then he walked in and he's like, it okay, was now cringy. I get it. Yeah. It was cringy because he's like, I'm, you're calling me for pinochle. And I'm like, okay, Jack Buck, like, <laughs> dial it down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. the whole idea of them coming together and having that party and just like probably the things yeah. that they said. Was, that, I mean, throughout the movie that she kept like doing all these things for him and being there for him and all that stuff. Like there's parts of it to me that are problematic, like teaching him to walk without the walker. It's like, that <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're not a physical <laughs> therapist. Yeah. Like, but are, I you, love, are you trained for this? But I love the look she gives him because she moves his walker with her foot and then he looks at her and she that looks at cute. him and then she's like, it's cute, but I guess like, like no. we're going to get into some this. real deep shit. I'm like, so, so my papa, my grandfather is 94 years old. Like, he needs like what he needs his assistance. It's yeah. it's not this and so I kind of that and we're going back into trash. It's like that's not going to happen, especially right. with the natural progression of things. People that are getting older, like when they start to rely on certain devices, like you can't just like magically teach them to like oh they're gonna just magically hop up these stairs. Like come on, bro. Like, like it just seems stupid <laughs> and dumb. like that's not gonna happen. Like let's live in like reality where it's like you know people get older they have to rely on these things. Like but you know we're still lucky to have them in our yeah. lives. Period. Not like oh well they need to hop up these stairs. Like n- that's it's, it's like just, me with a GPS. We're not going back. Yeah, like, we're, we're going. We don't need it's roads. Just not. It's just not. We need roads. And we need a GPS. Okay? Well, like Google Maps. It's like people with devices. Immediately, I was like me and a GPS. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miles kisses Iris twice on the cheek. Typical Jack Black behavior. Like, you look like a fucking fool. Like, I, I was just like, oh my God. Are like, we back in the trash? Are we back in the trash? Yeah, I think I mixed these up. Yeah. Miles, <laughs> Miles oh kisses Iris twice on the cheek. Typical Jack Black behavior. Yes, trash. <laughs> I know I, this isn't a treasure. Uh, we spoke too was... soon with being like, let's get into treasure. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, an, that's another reason why I didn't like Jack Black. He just like... They made him, they portrayed him as if he, like, didn't know what he was doing. I'm, I'm going to get into this with Funny my thing. treasure. <sighs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Take. Sad, know sad part. <laughs> One last treasure, because I mixed this up with my, my trash, too. 
Um, Arthur's pep talk telling Ira she is main character energy. That was a treasure yes. for sure. Like You're him. a leading lady. Yes. I think Arthur in general is just A hundred percent treasure, yes. He was so. apparently a distraction on set. Like, actually, like, the, yeah, the thing because they, they said, all wanted to, like, learn from him well, and talk to him. Well, he's also and, one of those people. He went, like, Rick Hart, I'm sorry to age you 20 years. You're not 90. But, like, he's one of those people that, like, gets into a situation and is like, I have a story about this. And this yeah. one time I made out with Marilyn Monroe, and you're like, hold the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I need to hear this. Pause the, pause everything that's going on. The million dollar production. That's probably why it cost $85 million, is that they just <laughs> kept time alone. production <laughs> of just, like, him telling stories stories while there's like everybody on set like bro it's oh, it's a hot, hot set, set. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like but I have this great story <laughs> hold on like, Nancy Myers is taking off her headphones yeah. trying to hear yeah. yeah no he just he seems like he's that guy that just has hot ass stories yeah so that that wraps up everything for me <laughs> all right looking at you Kyle here's looking at you kid <laughs> what's your trash and oh treasure my God, Arthur he was the one that said kid yeah <laughs> He thought um, it would be great to add kid. <laughs> Can you imagine the line? <laughs> um, so you guys covered like a good portion amount of trash and treasure that I had. But I think like, honestly, the glaring thing for me that took over this movie is the fact that there is a very huge lack of any semblance of diversity in this movie. Mm. Um, it's a bunch of white people talking about their yep. problems. Exactly. White privilege. White privilege, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, you know... 2021 we kind of have moved on from that but i also think that back in the day it was fully okay just to have an entire movie with an ensemble cast just white people but me and tj even made a point to say before the movie even started we said let's count every single person of color in this movie can you guys guess how many that had a line that had had a line yeah that's how we that's how we categorize zero zero Okay, I mean, zero. if we're not including Jewish, <laughs> no, <we're> because <laughs> some people do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, sure. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to be people of color. People of color. One. I would mm, I think it's one. one. It is absolutely one. So the only person of color in this movie that had a speaking line was the individual that was escorting Arthur to the stage. Oh, and yeah. And he was Hispanic. Oh, and that was the only person. Right. He said, what did he say? Like, over here, sir. Something like that. No, yeah. he's black. He's black. I thought he was black. Oh, well. Well, he said, I'll take him from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, but again, I don't see but, color. He's, but he's put in a, in a helper position. Right. Like, he's put in a, yeah. Do you yeah. guys know if that person is famous? Because it seemed like the camera kind of panned into his face, like, as if they I, were, I, like, I he was that someone. Too, maybe, but I don't know. Yes. Maybe they said, this is our only chance to have a person of color in this movie. Let's fucking milk <laughs> oh, <gosh>. it. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was probably my biggest, like, trash. They said, Nelson Mandela's child, get him in here. Get him in here. Yeah, because it's, like, I don't know. It, Especially living in Southern California, there's so many opportunities to include other... Well, I think we have an awareness about that now, of just, like, there's more. Right. Uh, My second trash about the movie is just, in general, the formulaic Nancy Myers movie. I agree with you. However, I'm going to push back on you. A romantic... Christmas romantic comedy... It's a, it's a, it's a niche Let, market. Yeah. Walk me through that. Where like <laughs> how can you not be formulaic formulaic about a romantic Christmas right. comedy? So like the But I agree with you. I it's, came across an article that basically <laughs> rated all of the Nancy Myers movies nice. based off of her formula. Formula and the themes that she portrays and all this stuff. But like some of the things that 
are typically represented in her movies are well-off female protagonists with control issues. That's could it be? Yeah. Check. Uh, huge, beautifully decorated homes. Check. Could it be? Uh, some sort of <laughs> hijinks related to consumption of too much drugs or alcohol. Definitely check. Could it be? <laughs> they were drunk in the movie. That's how they hooked up. Okay. Jude also, Law. think about like hijinks. Yeah, and also think about like Father of the Bride when he took the sleeping pills or. Okay. It's a Continue. catalyst. It's a yeah. catalyst for right. things. Or the movie takes place in either New York, California, or the UK, which definitely fits the bill. Check, check. But the funniest thing about this article is that it literally rated it by the, so the rating system was white wines. <laughs> yeah, so it said. Is so, this a Sauvignon Blanc? Right. Yeah. So it'd be like, uh, strong female character with control issues, three white wines. That's Ooh. like how it's a, that's how we do it. But. I just Girl, think that we would have been texting our exes after yeah, this movie. <laughs> I do think that obviously her movies are very formulaic, and I think that there's like a lot of common themes that go throughout her movies, including like generational wealth. Right. Obviously, the fact that these people are very well off, and also the issues that they face are very kind of surface level. They're not that big, that not that serious. And I agree with you, but I'm just going to add on to this because how many romantic Christmas comedies have we seen? Hallmark movies, shit, where it's not. The same, I'm going to put a feather in Nancy Meyer's cap here, but it's just like, I feel like the dialogue, I feel like the interaction, yes, it's generic, yes, it's formulaic, but it's elevated. Yeah, and I also think that it kind of goes back to the point of like, this is what we're used to, this provides a certain level of comfort that we're used to. Yes. Um, I think that, you know, nowadays we're kind of a little bit more aware of that because there's now movies that are involving lesbians, like, you know, The Happiest Season or... Other things like that. So we're being more inclusive about it, but I just think that in 2006, that was definitely not part of the narrative. So that was definitely a big trash of mine. As far as like other things that I thought didn't like about the movie, I just literally put in my notes Jasper's character as a whole. Oh. But my phone oh. corrected it as Jasper's character as a hole. <laughs> so I not think wrong. That's yeah. So it's, true. It's better than my note, which is motherfucking Jasper. Right. <laughs> I think he kind of represents like all the things that we do not like about this movie. He has a movie. very punchable face. Too. <laughs> like I don't it's like Jude Law, except a little bit <laughs> fucked up, I a little bit sandier. You know? Yeah, yeah. Treasure though, I think we covered a lot of parts of this, but my favorite part about this movie is definitely the music and the score that kind of yes. kind of goes along with it because it definitely represents like a it's almost like a character in the movie. Yes, is the music and okay. it definitely plays a part. But there, so there's the soundtrack. Oh, this is a soundtrack score conversation. I would I would say the score is more what I fell in love with. Soundtrack. Really? There's not like specific songs in this you movie. Like but the you like score? you like just for now. You like the let the, go. Let go. Yeah. But the score is like that. The score is like, that the. Foofy. Yeah. You liked that? I did like that. Oh my god, that's trash like, for me. I, I actually kind of agree with it. It was cheesy where it needed to be, but I, I agree with you. The date scene was was there's agony. lots of part where oh, yeah. I just thought like we're trying way too yeah. hard right. with with But that's what I feel thing. like when you get somebody like Hans Zimmer to do a romantic comedy, you're gonna said, get oh, you're gonna get a romantic comedy. Yeah, you're gonna get like yeah. Hans Zimmer level. He's like, I'm gonna take this to twelve. You right. wanted it at eight. It's almost like that thing where I'm taking it to twelve. You hear like certain like a song from the movie or like a score from the movie, and you're like immediately you recognize. A hundred percent. No, I hear the intro to the. Right. Okay, like I but can't the do score, it. But to me, a score heightens or it, if it's well adds. done, I don't notice it. 
Yeah. To me, in this movie, I noticed I every single that. time they started playing something, I'm like, oh, here we but go. But do you feel like it's because Hans Zimmer... They really said, we're going like, to make the most use Hans out of Zimmer him. Is a, Hans <laughs> Zimmer is a... Trying to do it to this like, crazy no, no, degree. His, his work is a 12, and this movie is a 8. That might be the case. And so it stands out. like Because I felt that way, because again... I was I always liked the score, but I'm like I don't feel like it fits. I don't feel like it meshes. Like I don't feel like it's okay. like seamlessly where it does. I can agree with that. But I feel like it's because the score is a twelve, and the movie is a Christmas romantic comedy. And granted, I love this Christmas romantic then comedy. Then as Hans Zimmer, do you just sort of say, yeah, no? <laughs> I think, I'm good. I think Hans Zimmer probably was like, I want to be a part of this because <laughs> I don't think Nancy Myers could coerce him into right. doing this. So, like, for my last <laughs> treasure, I know it's a long laundry list. Yes. Um, honestly, the part that I really kind of resonated with the most and that I thought was the most realistic, especially nowadays, was when Amanda was with Jude Law's character and they were both in bed. Graham. Gra- Graham. And they were talking about kind of like the future of their relationship. Mm. Because that was very realistic conversation that you really don't hear a lot in romantic comedies. When they're talking about like, hey, logistics, logistics, this is how it's going to work. You know, I live in the UK. You live in L.A. Do you ever work in the in New York and blah, 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 blah. And I think that was a very refreshing take to see because normally in, in rom-coms, it's like, no, it just ends up working Everything out. works out. The exactly. female quits her, quits her high paying exactly. job and like moves to the, London and right. becomes the... F- She's milking the goat. But they no. fully were like, no, that's probably not going to work. So let's just take it for what it is. Let's say that we enjoy the time that we were together and let bygones be bygones and, yeah. you know, the only, the only thing I'll caveat that is I feel like it became a shtick at that point of just like, I'm going to say goodbye for now. Right. And it was like, mm. Right. No, but it's gonna, like. You're going to say goodbye forever. I'm going to say well, bitch. I mean, let's, let's be realistic about it. If this happened in real life, they'd just be like, okay, let's just like fuck around when we can and let's, let's you know. add each other on Facebook exactly. and follow each other's stories. Let's add each other and snap and snap each other every now and what's then. What's snap? Yeah. So I, I do think that that was a part that I, I liked about the movie because they were a little too. bit realistic about it. I did too. Yeah. And that's one of, like I said, one of my lingering questions, right. but. All right, Mr. Kemper, trash and treasure, por favor. All right, I'm gonna start with treasure. I think universally we know that Arthur yes. is a treasure. I, he is okay. a national treasure. In my treasure notes, it says Arthur Abbott's everything. In parentheses, I want to smooch him. Oh my god, smooch him, daddy smooch issues. Him. <laughs> he's just like he's like so kind. Like Elizabeth was saying, like an old an old person with like great stories, but he's also just a nice person. His little old man shoes. He's just nice, and and I loved him, and, and I loved everything cute. about that. Very cute. Me cute, obviously. Like he's telling her, like you're the main character in your life. You deserve that. Oh. You're not the best friend. Oh, yeah. Come on, that's yes. so sweet. Yeah. No, that. no, Catherine he, Hahn is the best okay. friend. Yeah. <laughs> the Catherine Hahn is like me. The way that he, <laughs> the way, not you. The way he walks up the stairs, all like confidently, yes. and then he goes, "I'm amazed." that I could walk up those stairs. I'm like, yes, old people, we love you. Yes, we love that. Um, he just said finger guns. I want the audience to know that. Also, because you relate to him, babe. <laughs> yeah, I also cannot walk upstairs. Um, I also love Kate Winslet. She can do no wrong. Right. Great casting. Uh, I love to see her in like a rom-com, which is like different from what we are typically used to seeing her in. And she was also just like a normal, just like Jack Black's character. It was like just a normal person. Like there was nothing particularly 
extraordinary about yeah, I thought, Iris, you know? I thought in this one, like... Other than she was, like, just super kind and super nice. Well, because at this point, when I first saw The Holiday, I hadn't seen Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. So the only thing that I knew Kate Winslet from was Titanic. pretty much Titanic. Oh where she was, you know, Rose. Little known fact. First boobies I've ever seen were Kate Winslet's Whoa. first grade. Like, oh, yes, know that. And Thank you. Okay, we're not going to finish the story with, and you're gay now, but... <laughs> you were gay I'm going to keep going with my treasure. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I'm saying, no, I was going to agree with you of, um, I felt like she was casual perfection in this role. Like it. it was, it was, it was nice to see her flawed and it was nice to see her. She, she was just radiant. That's the only word that I can yeah. think of for her. Also but. like it's, they were like real, like they weren't super like dramatic, crazy emotion. Like it was just real emotion. I don't know. I, just I found my, really okay, great. but this is going to, this is going to bleed into my trash or treasure, but I found myself craving Kate Winslet after Cameron Diaz scenes. Oh, same. If that makes sense. No, like, yes. I, I just 100%. I found myself just being like, oh, Kate Winslet. More Kate. Like, more Kate. <laughs> like, like, no, because again, we'll get into it in my trash or treasure, but please continue. PJ Kemper. Uh, okay, the other treasure is Jude Law, because I mean, Obby. he's fucking Jude Law. Goes without Sorry, saying. Elizabeth. Yeah, he is Loved fucking him. his nanny. Loved him. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> And then when she like runs back to the house and walks into the house and he's, he's crying. crying. And I was like, okay, oh my God, Jude Law, love you. And he's a of daddy. Of course I thought, and daddy. he's a daddy. Daddy, sorry, daddy, sorry, of daddy. Of course we loved uh, like all, I, well I loved all like the shots on location. I thought that was really cool. Um, especially like the London scenes, which kind of, I guess now knowing that they filmed in London makes yeah. sense. Um, Cause they were beautiful. Loved. Uh, Jim Helper and Agatha Harkness yes. right. cameos. Love that so much. Uh, John Krasinski and Catherine Loved it. Yeah. Um, quick. I was like, I wish there were more, there was more of them because they're literally in like a two minute scene, but I loved it. Could not get enough of them. Uh, and then my 100% all time favorite treasure, Holly, I'm disappointed that you haven't mentioned this yet. They were in a blockbuster. Jack Black brings her a beverage and says, this is the best drink ever known to man, and it is a coffee bean and tea leaf mocha ice blended oh. with whipped cream, yes. and I love that. So, Girl, uh, I haven't gotten to my treasure yet, but that was it. Side note: TJ works for Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, so which is to why give context, which is why it's such a it is such a treasure for me because that well, does hello, not happen. Big dollop. That does, yes, yes. Because you do not see. There are very few movies that besides include Britney the Spears' and shout Chile. out for a good old ice blended. Britney this Spears. Is, we see Kim. I mean, Courtney Kardashian went to the Redlands location like six months ago. Wow. We got photos. Yes, uh, but it is the. It is the best kept secret of the stars of Hollywood. Is the coffee, coffee and tea, and tea, tea leaf? Yes, tea leaf. it really yes. is. That purple straw. Uh, Changed my life, and I love that. And then like I love that it was featured so prominently. Yeah. Um, the only other movie that I can think of that was also featured this prominently was uh, Bewitched, starring Nicole Kidman. Wow. With Will Ferrell. With Will Ferrell. We will not be reviewing that movie, but that, <laughs> but that was the they 2003 also, version. They also featured uh, the coffee bean pretty significantly. Ten minute so. version. Yeah. Her version. Taylor's version. Um. All right, trash. Okay, I think we've talked about it a lot. It's a predictable movie. It's yes. fine. It is what it is. Like we talked about, it's a feel-good movie. It's one of those movies you just put on, you love, you know what's going to happen. That's fine. Is it art? No. That's okay. It is what it is. Um, 
Jasper can fuck all the way off. Yeah. Jasper uh, a-hole. He is, he is a <laughs> fucking loser. Uh, horrible, horrible human. And actually, I think there were a lot of like toxic relationships. Yes. Cameron Diaz's relationship in the very beginning where he's like, I didn't sleep with her. I didn't sleep with her. And Ethan, she's like, just yeah. tell me. And then he's like, yeah, Are I slept with her. Yeah. He, okay. Fuck you, bro. Um, the girl that was dating Jack Black, who's not yes. out with an actor. I'm like, okay, there's just a lot of toxicity in this movie. Yeah. And but I feel we like don't want any of that in 2021. I feel like it's juxtaposition to be like, this is super toxic, but this is great. Also, like, though, I think it's horrible to say that like relationships have to be so toxic for you to appreciate like a normal relationship. A decent person. Just a yeah. normal, regular human being who's not awful. Right. Um, so I, I think that was horrible. I and did see a something online that was like, isn't this movie basically like four different movies in one? It's like Kate Winslet and Jasper. Then it's also like Jack Black and his girlfriend. Then it's like Cameron Diaz and her well, ex. This isn't Bridget Jones's diary. Right. Wombats it's literally 18, <laughs> 18 different things happening at one time. So anyways, not about the toxicity in it's this movie. Not about the pasta. Not about the pasta. Um, the last thing that I want to say um, is this vacation, this holiday lasted for two weeks. Cameron Diaz's character changes very quickly from like this workaholic, uh, super A-type personality to someone who can like let go. That she's, takes, she's a mother. <laughs> that takes a lot longer than two weeks. Um, the Arthur like event that event takes, that takes. Have you planned plan. an event? Yeah, yeah. I, it, t- it took me a year to plan a bachelorette party. They're not planning this formal <laughs> event in two weeks. And then she's not teaching this man to walk in two weeks. That ain't happening. Mm-mm. Sorry. She's not a physical therapist. She, she doesn't have her license. Therapist. She doesn't have certifications. I'm like, this is a lot of stuff to happen in, in a two-week time frame during the busiest time of year for everybody. Christmas. Th- this movie, you have to suspend reality right. multiple times. <laughs> I'm like, even if even if Arthur RSVP two weeks in advance to get all those people in a room in December in two weeks is impossible. It would not happen. They're booked. Like the week They're booked in between and busy. Christmas and Christmas. <laughs> Christmas and New Year's, like no. It would not happen. So Honey, boy, that was like off. the biggest uh, trash for me was like, it It just doesn't make like Logistically, too, doesn't too make much sense. is happening. <laughs> I know yeah. that you can't even rent a venue in that amount of time, the let alone get exist. all those people uh, in one room uh, and then teach him, teaching him to walk, teaching, teaching, walk. teaching, <laughs> teaching Cameron Diaz not to be like, I don't know, so career driven. Frigid bitch. Okay, come on. Not going to happen. Yeah. All right, Holly, I'm ready to hear your hot takes about my, your trash and my treasures. My hot takes? Yeah. Okay, so I actually am pretty proud of myself because, I mean, some of the stuff we've talked about, but I have some things that I feel like will... will dazzle, dazzle you. Dazzle Spice you. up the conversation. <laughs> we'll give you the old razzle-dazzle, if you will. Okay, <laughs> so my number one trash is um, the girls showing up on Graham's caller ID when mm. she goes, oh, it's Sophie. Oh, it's Olivia. Right. They're like three and five years. Why old. don't have cell phones? They don't have cell Especially phones. Especially in two thousand six. Like, and so that 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 part to me just kind of led up to like the, oh, you think he's a player and he's not right. a player, and it's just like his literal children. But like then when you learn who Sophia and Olivia are, you're just like, how the, 
how the fuck would they call his phone? <laughs> and how the fuck what, from their would fun, they show from up the on his telephone booth ID? outside their house in the UK? <laughs> no, I'm just like they're calling him from their little like no, they're 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 calling him. It would say home, right. so it's like oh, your house is calling you, or exactly. oh, like right. somebody's calling you. And no, I, no. I just I or hated yourself that, is calling that two year old. That two year old has a cell phone, right? Sophie and Olivia have that. Um, I also like because. Especially in 2006, like right, right. it's not a thing. It, it would we be still house. have flip phones. No, it would still <laughs> like, be, it would be house. Like yeah. your house is calling. Right. It wouldn't be Sophie. It wouldn't be Olivia. Because there's a scene where she goes, Sophie, Olivia, Amanda, and I realize like in a cinematic context, it's like she's trying to imagine herself in a life of Sophie and Olivia and Amanda, and you don't know who Sophie and Olivia are, but you think he's a player, but like it's foreshadowing, if you will. Um, but then when they. <laughs> When she's in their fort and they're laying in the fort and they say, we never hang out with adults who are girls. And then cut to Iris on New Year's Eve where they're like, oh my God, what did you get for Christmas? And I'm like, what is Iris? Chopped liver? Like, you hang out with adults who are girls. Like, they, they just played these kids out that's in this aunt. movie. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd just be like, we only hang out with Aunt Irish. Like, it's so nice to have another girl. Yeah, like, Irish. An Irish. <laughs> we only. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> I'm your auntie Irish. Clearly, I'm not passionate about this. My roots are Um No, but they could have just been like, I only hang out with Aunt. We only hang out with Aunt Iris. Like, it's so nice to hang out with another girl. But they didn't. They just like, we never hang out with adult tour girls. And Mind you, like, their mother just died like two years before that. So it's like. <laughs> why you always got to bring up the dead mother, <laughs> But okay. So the, moving on from the girls, like th- those were two just inconsistencies of the plot that did it. Um, I said this to you earlier when we were talking about something else. I craved Kate Winslet just from just to get a break from Cameron Diaz in this movie because I feel like there were so many times where she's overacting this like talking to herself role like after she punches Ethan and she comes back inside and she's like jumping around. Yeah, or like trying then, to cry that and scene. And I, okay, this is, it, it, it's literally next, but the whole I can't cry storyline drives me crazy. You can just be like, I'm just not an emotional person. The whole I can't cry and her trying to cry, for me it was just like, She's Holly's like, let me punch you in the nose and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as, as somebody who cries a lot, who's also like known as a tough person, like you, who like said that? who's that at? <laughs> um, but no, the whole I can't cry thing. She's like walking through a meadow, like trying to make herself cry, and it's this whole shtick that I just can't get behind. Um, but the way she's like jumping around, and then Catherine Hahn enters, and she's like, like it, it's, it's the busiest just, time of year. It's it's cringe. <laughs> um, but I said I was okay. So I also put motherfucking Jasper, this motherfucking audacity. I like to how show so up. far all of us have. We all hate Jasper. Jasper. As much as I would love to say, we've all discussed how Jasper is a piece of shit. I just have to add my own layer of it. And then I said, there's two types of men in this world. Avoid both. So avoid Jasper. Right. Um, but I have a very big problem with Miles's character in this movie. As much as I love Jack Black, and as much as I love it that he's human, how many average-looking guys do you know? that get a hot girlfriend and act like every other person in this world does say, not exist. I would like to say two hot girlfriends now with Kate no, Winslet no, 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 after no, no, no. the fact. No, no, no. I will caveat with you as saying if he is dating a hot young actress, he is not giving Kate Winslet the time of day. Right. He will ignore her. He'll be like, where's where's Ethan's laptop? And keep it pushing. He would not <laughs> call her and be clean. like, hey, what are you doing? He would be like, no, my girlfriend's on location in New Mexico, I'm going to New Mexico. He would follow her around like a gnat to a light. Like, 
like a mosquito to a mosquito yeah. light. Like he would not give Iris the time of day. It definitely I goes wanna... back to Elizabeth's point. We have to kind of have to like suspend reality and figure out 100%. this is a world where Jack Black is a hot commodity. But I also think, and I will say this, I think there are lots of examples. I won't name names. Even of people that <laughs> say we their know, name, be even messy. Even of people that we know. <laughs> That there was somebody who was much more attractive, better looking, successful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, than them and don't treat them the way that they deserve to be treated. I think you can, I'm not going to name names, but you can think of you people. You will when we press stop <laughs> on the podcast, <laughs> maybe. You can think of people right now who are treated better than they deserve to be treated by the females in their life for God knows what reason. So it's, it to me, that's where it's like, that's not that uncommon for that kind of thing to happen where it's like her with him. There's this song that my uncle brought up one time when somebody in my family was dating someone. And basically the like chorus of the song, so something along the lines of, is she really going out with him? Yes. Okay. Right? I know what okay. you're talking about. So... It, it happens like that part like I'm not I'm not that that surprised by I guess no I, I understand that but what I'm saying is when guys get into that dynamic all of a sudden no other female exists and like even I don't think that that's true though really yes I well, think I th- that I think that males continue to treat a female like shit and the female sticks around for but he wasn't reasons he was unbeknownst to me and i'll agree with that dynamic a thousand percent but what i'm trying to say is is he wouldn't be that guy that's bringing the two mocha ice blendeds from coffee bean and tea mm. leaf try them at your local store wink wink <laughs> with he wouldn't be that guy that's like hey i want to spend time with you i want to go to blockbuster with yeah. you i want to watch these movies yeah. i'm going to show up randomly at your house and attend a hanukkah party and we're going to make fettuccine on christmas eve like True. he's not that guy right he would be the guy that's like i'm trying to get the laptop i'm doing what the are you bare up minimum. to you up kind of questions right. like don't he, don't no. you don't you think that jack black was kind of flirting with Kate Winslet like 100% oh, like no like the first moment he met yes. her right okay, but with this the is, Santa okay, Ana wins but this is one with of the moments with the girlfriend in the car but yes, this is one of the moments exactly. that I love and I even put this in my treasure is like the moment that he's picking her eyelash out and the girlfriend gets out of the car mm-hmm. and is like what the no, hell bro. yeah <laughs> cause I was like could it be me? Like, <laughs> I'm just like my boyfriend's like hitting on this girl and taking an eyelash out of her eye and I'm like uh Ma'am, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, sorry. What? Yeah. No. What are we doing here? <laughs> you a makeup artist now, not a composer? Like, no. But I, I actually really loved that scene. But I just know guys that date hot girls who are not hot guys, and all of a sudden that becomes their world. Mm. And I, I agree with you. They're still fucking men, which we should avoid. Sorry, we're not going to be gender biased. Men ain't podcast, shit. But, but they they all of a sudden no other woman compares to that, and they don't do that nice stuff. They don't bring the ice blended. They don't want to go to blockbuster with them and see a movie they don't want to come over for a hanukkah party they don't want to sit there and lament but then it's like that scene when the girlfriend walks past and like kate winslet is watching the whole interaction it's just like it breaks your heart like 
Sorry, I just watch this movie during the holidays and I get I get needy. Seasonal um, depression. Yeah, seasonal depression. <laughs> now Elizabeth understands. So whenever I send this to her, she's gonna act like it's an SOS. She's gonna be like, Do I need to call your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over. I'm coming over. <laughs> Elizabeth is gonna be like, I understand why you're depressed. I am also depressed when I watch that movie. It's exactly. horrible. She's like, girl, put on the Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. With an E. With an E. With an E. Um so getting into my that's that's pretty much it for my trash. Getting into my treasure. Jack Black, again, I think there are moments where he's super redeeming. Kate Winslet, obviously, absolute star. Jude Law, Mr. Napkinhead, God love him. Oh my gosh. God love him. Mm-hmm. He's, it, it, honestly, like... That was, like, cringy for me. Why? Me too. Me too. I'm like, this it isn't was. funny or cute. It's actually okay, just kind of weird. The way that his daughter hyped 100%. him up and what he delivered... Oh, daddy, I, I, I want like, to see Mr. Napkinhead, <laughs> please, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> You will fall out of your chair. It's so funny. So she Yo. set him up for failure, honestly. Like, honestly, it's Sophie. a big lead up like, for very little return. Yeah, no, she was like, you will fall out of your chair. It's so funny. So I thought it was funny. Really thing, funny. I didn't fall out of my chair. I was disturbed. Yeah. Honestly, I cringed in my chair. I, I shit myself. I had nightmares about this. <laughs> no, but I thought it was like, and Jude Law actually really liked this because when he was filming, he's like, I have three kids. This, this let people know that One I'm- One of them with a nanny. Okay. First of all, Different podcast. Podcast the for a different library, day. The library is open, um, but no, I think this. This he even said like it gave me an opportunity to showcase a different thing because he had just done Alfie where he was like this playboy and he's known for being beautiful. Like obviously, like if you if you're good at something, don't do it for free. And Can't Jude relate. Law said to the bank, but he he actually got to showcase him being a father and he said that like that was the best part of this movie is because he had three kids at that point and he was able to kind of like interact with these kids and show that like this thing and I. I've never been one of those girls that sees a guy with a kid and I'm like, oh my God, he's so hot because he's a good dad. I'm always like, he's a father. That'll make your pussy throb. Like, it does not for me. (laughs) Um, Other women are different. I'm not going to speak on their behalf, but it's just to me, it's like, oh, he's a good dad. Like, that's a good quality in a person. It doesn't make me attracted to them. But him being so an extra level of great with those kids like was just like a treasure to me and it was just like he's 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 multifaceted you know (laughs) um cameos obviously james franco he doesn't get enough credit james franco why do you have two guns he gets enough credit (laughs) why do you have two guns (laughs) um but lilo yeah everybody in that um i said the score as well I already touched on it, but Iris's monologue when she's talking about, like, right, I understand. TJ made a point to say that yesterday. He's like, this is probably one of the most, like, pragmatic scenes of the movie. No, but it's just like, I under, like, it starts off like, I understand what it's like to feel as low as impossibly low. And, like, again, it hit me at a time <laughs> during the holidays it's where, different. You're, where your girl had just gotten out of a relationship. And it's just like, you feel those feelings of just like, I feel like I'm a good person I feel like I'm a nice person I feel like I'm giving this my all and I just keep running into these situations where it's like it's not an alignment of it it just it hits you when it need if it needs to hit you and that to me will always be one of the pivotal moments of why I love this movie because although it is a Nancy Ry- Nancy Myers romantic Christmas comedy and there's not a lot of substance to be had that scene and that monologue resonated with me at a time where I needed it yeah and it made me feel a little less alone. Yeah. So I love that. that to me is why it is a treasure. And this is why one of the main reasons why I love this movie is just that whole interaction of just like we try and we fail and that's life. So just that very relatable. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. And it's just so beautifully said. And Kate Winslet in that moment is vulnerability, but also power because she's been watching all these movies that Arthur made her watch. 
Um, but in that moment, it's just you as somebody who's ever experienced that resonate with it. And you're just like, I get it. And you're snapping and you appreciate it. So that, that <laughs> one's to me. And then my final is Arthur Abbott's Everything. I want to smooch him. I said that earlier. I don't have an old man fetish and I do not have daddy <laughs> issues. I do not have daddy issues, but... Um, Once again, podcast for another day. Podcast for another day. I said, I should have added get the bag, but... Um, <laughs> That's it. Um, so that's it for my trash or treasure. So I have a couple lingering questions that I just want to pose to the group after watching this and after reading the reviews and doing the behind the scenes. So one, I'm just going to go around the group. Your feelings on, a, actually no, I'll, I'll just pose it up to like the, the questions in general. One is a sequel because people have been clamoring for a sequel. And I understand because this movie hits, hits, hits people a different way. Like some people are like, I want to know what happens. I want to know this. So that kind of leads into the where are they now? Because one fan theory is like both of these relationships did not work out. Like Graham and Amanda broke up six months later because the travel was too much right. and 100%. the distance was too much. Mm -hmm. And then people were like um, Iris and Miles, Jack Black's character, they had more likelihood of working out because as a composer, he can work from anywhere. And like she's not, I mean, she works she's for a newspaper, writer, she yeah. can work from anywhere, but her family is in London. Like he could do it. They're more likely to work out, but they broke up two years later is what this fan theory said. So yeah, my lingering questions are, how do you feel about a sequel, and where are they now? Okay, I don't want to say that I thought the movie was too short, because I it's don't think that. It's very long, according I to I do Lisa. not think that it the movie was too literally short. literally four movies in one. But what I will say is that I, I did feel at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, this ends pretty abruptly. Like, they just decide that they're going to spend New Year's together, exactly. and the next minute they're all together, and then we're done. Mm -hmm. Roll credits. In LA, by the way. It's like. No, it's in London. They're in London. I thought they were in LA. London. The kids are there. Watch the movie again. They're in London. But the. Um, <laughs> but to me, it did end pretty abruptly. And that's why when I say, like, oh, I, I need to know what happens next. Yeah. Yes. You know. As somebody who loves the movie, I'm just going to put my, my viewpoint out there. I'm not going to wait till the end because I don't want anybody else to say it. But I, I feel like it ended where it needs to end. Oh, really? I feel like with the, the holiday, it's like it's it's like a cute. I mean, like, it is like the end of the found, holiday. New Year's they, is the end of the holiday yeah, season. They, they found, found a resolution. No, but they found something that was the diametrical opposite to what they were experiencing. I just want to say Elizabeth is also as over this as I am, but she's just not vocal vocalizing oh my this. So so I've been having a lot of movements. Um, no, like this this movie needed to be over thirty minutes before it was over. Like <laughs> I'll agree I with don't you. need a sequel. I'll agree with I you. I don't need to know. I don't give a fuck. Like I stopped giving a fuck as soon as I saw Jack Black's fucking <laughs> One face in. appear on the screen. So it is Audi. I'm done. Twelve minutes. I don't in. care. His Audi. His Audi. No. Like I don't need to know. I don't care. I don't want to know. No. I just, I thought of you as soon as I was watching this again for this podcast of him listening, him in the Audi listening to like classical music and being no, like, babe, the strings, the strings. And I was like, Elizabeth's going to hate this part. <laughs> She's going to hate this part. And then every single part, I'm like, Elizabeth ain't going to like this one, but she'll like this one. <laughs> I watch it through the lens of what you would like. I'm going to pick me. All right. Let me know. Um, I would say, I don't... I, I really actually do would like to know what happens after that. Yeah. Like, do we there. need the sequel? But what no. do you think, I don't what think, do you so, think happens? But do we want to know? Yes. Exactly. Like, I get that. Uh, yeah. Another I need two hours? hours? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't need another movie. Two but I, hours? <laughs> I don't need another movie, but I Like feel... an episode? 
Maybe like, maybe like a reunion special like I, 10, I would 10 be, years later. I, honestly, I would be okay with the director just giving us a blurb exactly. on a blog. I don't, but I don't need the movie. But Nancy Myers would be like, after a series of relationships, <laughs> Amanda is living alone. The trailer voice comes with, back. Exactly. With Iris's dog yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. It would be nice though to have kind of a little bit of closure because it just felt like, I like this movie. Let's be it real. Up it's real been quick. 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're grandmothers done. now. They're both done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Elizabeth is absolutely not. They've all broken up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get into ratings. <laughs> Melissa, how much would you pay to see The Holiday? Oh, I like this movie. I would pay $20 to see oh, this. Oh, my God. God. I would. Melissa, this is your first time here. That is... <laughs> is that too high? No. Elizabeth can't even no. sit in her chair. No. I mean, You're going to throw on. off the entire average. $20. Okay. Dollar? You know what? She's I mean, allowed. She's entitled to her. You're allowed. $20? Who cares? She saw it in the theater. I spent that much at Del Taco last night. It's fine. She said, I got it. What's $20? Yeah. She's no rich. big deal. Oh, she's, she's got money. Oh, she's got money. money. I think she's trying to balance out what a Elizabeth is about yeah. to say. No, so. I think she's she likes no, the I movie like that movie. much. I yeah. like this movie too. I do. Awesome. I mean, you fully said you watch this in theaters. So yeah. you did you spend money on this. You watch exactly. it even all I had long. popcorn. Yeah. I had an icy. Yes. Girl, you, you know, spent $80 on this movie. Girl, you got a large your, popcorn. Your, oh my god. That's your opinion. That's Nobody. what you get. But I love that. Honestly, stick by your choice. Yeah. And yeah. all right. Yeah. Elizabeth, let's take us down. Take oh, the average geez. down. Go ahead. Here take we us go. down, literally. So <laughs> she's fully. It was free. In. Keep that in mind. Yeah. It was long. free. Well, as Jason likes to remind me, it wasn't free. It was included with our subscription that came <laughs> that that yes. I'm not paying for every month, that he's paying for every month. Spotify. So it was free to me. Um honestly, if it were if it were hundred percent up to me, I would give it zero, I'm not gonna lie. Because this I found myself on my phone distracted, like, not paying attention. Because I'm like, there's not anything going on in this movie that I care to give a shit about. Like, I was not enjoying any second of this movie. The fact that Jason was watching it more than me, like, and actually paying attention, I think it was Jack Black. I think <laughs> I was going to say the, the same second thing. Jack Black came on the scene, I was like, you nope. checked out, and he Jason checked was in. like, yes, and <laughs> I was in. like, okay, <laughs> so this is where we're at. So he's like literally watching it, and I'm Mowage. like half watching it, <laughs> writing down my trash, yeah, <laughs> writing down my trash, doing whatever, and it's still playing and I'm like are we still watching this and he's like yeah I was like okay can we go to bed now <laughs> like, I'm Jason done like a rom-com man though. this is awful and so he was like really you're gonna like I was like I do not have it in me to watch another 30 minutes of this fucking god-awful movie so we turn it off. But anyway, like he was literally paying attention to it more I'm than sad. I was. He probably waited till he fell asleep and then went back and <laughs> watched said, the rest. Watch this again. <laughs> he might have, and then like turned it back to where it was like the last, you know, yeah. right where all, I left no, off. No, I wait for you. Like I have to, you know, he has to make it. Seem I can't like wait to see what happens. <laughs> Looks at you. Eyes. <laughs> and then I'm like asleep. Um. Yeah. So I'll give it five. Okay. Just just based on the fact that. Maybe I'm wrong. I, clearly, everybody around me loves it. I, to me, if because it you're was surrounded by broken people, exactly. <laughs> I would never watch this movie in my life ever, 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 ever again. Even as background noise, like I would rather put on literally anything else but this movie. Home but Alone. The fact that Jason wow. 
was paying attention to it must mean it's worth something. So I will give it $5. I wow. That's more than I thought. So that's that more than I thought. Me too. <laughs> Kyle? Also, what I'm more surprised about is that I would also give this $5. Oh! <laughs> yes. I, like, obviously I like the movie. Is it a good movie? It's a good movie, but would I pay $20 to see in theaters? No. Okay. I can see that. Right. So but five? I would give it five. I'm surprised with you. Like, even, like, it, to me, this is kind of equivalent to a lot of, like, Hallmark movies, a lot of Thank kind of, like, you. holiday things. Thank <laughs> you. So that's kind of what I compare it to. Do I love it? Do I play it every Christmas? Do I, you know, relate to it? Yes. But in the grand scheme of when I think about all the movies that we try to compare on this podcast... Would I give it anything above $5? No. So that's what I give it $5. I think he gave How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days like 15. So I'm very offended <laughs> I think it was by a 10. that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you give my best friend's wedding? I don't remember. You're 20. Really <laughs> I know, probably. $20, 100%. No. All right. <laughs> Melissa's very free with her wedding. Finally. finally like, What's $20, guys? Finally, the, uh, the uh, guest of honor. Not finally, you still have to go. I know, but I'm just saying, like, nobody hears about mine, but yours, we care about. All right, I (laughs) have told you guys a hundred times before, every time I'm on this podcast, like, you want movies to do what they're supposed to do. They're they're supposed to entertain you, they're supposed to just, you know, you know what you're getting into when you watch this movie. Is it art? Like I said, no, this is not art, but it is still a decent movie. I would pay $10 to see this movie. Okay. Love that. Um, so for me, again, I'm going to go by TJ's parameters with which you set up. And it's something that I watch every single year. It's something that I love. It's something that I resonate with. I will not give it $20 because the only movie that I've given $20 to is Forrest Gump, my favorite movie. Um, but I will give it 15 because again, it's something that I watch every single year. I bought it on Amazon when I wasn't able to stream it during the holiday season. And I think it does its job as far as a romantic Christmas comedy. We have like a, like the whole spectrum here. Yes, we, we really I do. think we hit every. Well, we, we didn't did. hit zero, but we had, we had <laughs> five, Elizabeth is like, it's not too late. It's awfully close. It's not too late. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's let's, way too let's nice. Let's calculate it before she changes her mind. Yeah, can, can I do two fifty? No. <laughs> so, so Kyle, what's our ending? All right, so for the B team collectively, we made the holiday an eleven dollar movie. I love that for us. I and I feel like I think that's pretty appropriate. Like that's good. That's what we would do. Yeah. Honestly. Okay, so the $20 ticket question. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Who 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 would Tom Cruise be? I think the chauffeur at the very beginning and he's like, "No, I can't drive over there." Yes, cuz he's short. <laughs> He physically cannot drive there. <laughs> not Holly in her height is he could also striking. Be, he could also be okay. Jasper. But I'm just going to call this out because I need to add this. Is I was listening to a podcast the other day with a $20 ticket and somebody else called them out. Somebody else out for being short. And I said, could it be a fellow heightist? And it was Jason. Oh. So I'm going to find that episode. I'm going to find it again. Because yeah, Erica's like, which episode? And I was like, I'm going to give you guys the minute, the second you guys can tune yeah. in. So I'm not the only heightist on the show and Mugga chimed in too so oh okay it's my lingering toxicity I it's would say Jack Black <gasps> I said Jasper it could be Jasper I would say Jasper as well just cause like he 
he's like toxic. Yeah. He's the Tom Cruise. Yeah. Who would Tom Cruise if he could if if Tom Cruise is in this movie? Who would, who would he, he be? He would be Dustin Hoffman. <gasps> oh, blockbuster. Yes. Almost as a cameo. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a good that. one. Yes. Good oh my one. god, it would be like Highway to the Danger Zone. And he'd yeah. look over yes. and be like, I can't go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> can't escape it. Yeah. Could no it main be? character, just a cameo. Love that. <gasps> My God, she's coming back on this podcast. Again. Yeah, <laughs> please have me again. Take. Please, please, Kerwin, have me again. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up, and we just want to wish everybody a very happy holiday. Whatever you celebrate, the B team is with you. We want to celebrate with you. Um, whatever family movie brings you joy, please watch it with people that you love, and give us suggestions on what we should do next year because we're trying to do Home Alone too, but. <laughs> Elizabeth wouldn't allow us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we just we want everybody to just be safe and happy this holiday season and whatever brings you joy, please seek it and we'll talk to you guys next year. Ooh, ooh. Bye. That's it for this episode of $20 Ticket. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at $20 Ticket. That's $20 Ticket for more content. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and if you've got the time, leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, send them to $20Ticket at gmail.com. That's $20 Ticket at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. So before we get into the behind the scenes, which I have a lot of. Oh my god. Kyle, hit me with those financials. Sorry, let me he pull was, this up. He was unprepared. Cameron Diaz has a flat chest because she was right next to him. Oh. That's not... <laughs> I'm not body shaming, but I just <laughs> He said it was the flattest chest he's ever seen <laughs> on a woman. Um so Miles's offices. Uh, Miles <laughs> Um I can show you, show you. No. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, when did you last let your heart decide? Okay, so now I'm gonna say my my signature catchphrase. You gonna edit this, Kerwin? Um. <laughs> no, Kerwin, no cut this, please. <laughs> no for the editor. No for the editor. Men ain't shit. Kerwin, okay. I want you to pre- keep this in here. Men ain't shit. Sorry, Kerwin, you can edit this out. Sorry, Kerwin. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kerwin, I'm sacrificing the art for you. Sorry, Kerwin. I just want to... Kerwin is going to hate us. Okay. All right, Kerwin, we're back in action and better than ever. This one is for the boys in the boom. It's just some top-down AC with the coolest system when they come Nikki up to the club. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki Van, pull up in the Sri Lanka. <laughs> so it doesn't feel nothing about it. Nothing feels about it. Who natural. knew Jude so, Law, colored person, <laughs> representation matters. He's the only colored person in this movie. <laughs> we will not go that far. Um, but no, I. I, I think please edit that out. Yeah, no, we're Kyle's keeping that in. No, we're editing <laughs> that out. Thank wow, you, great. guys, we're doing great. <laughs> doing great. I really love the energy that we created in the studio <laughs> we, today. We have approximately four minutes of usable material. 